Social media is live, going live with Podbean. We are live. Stand by. When's the last time you heard a podcast that truly did not give a damn about what people thought or said? It's been a while, right? Welcome to No Filter Radio. No Filter Radio. We have freedom of speech. Too bad nobody else uses it. If we think it, if we, think it we say it. We say it. And we say it how we want. From cultural issues to political issues. As a matter of fact, we cover any issues. Open your ears as we open our huge mouths. This is No Filter Radio, and this is your host, Mark G. What's happening, No Filter Radio? Holy shit, we're getting two podcasts out of one week. That is unusual for us, but we're back again. Last show we did, you got to know the co-host. You got to know me a little bit more in depth. Well, this time, you're going to get to know Wes from Rowdy's Dipping Services out in Florida. This guy's had one hell of a journey to get where he's at today. So let's go ahead and give him a big hello. What's happening, Wes? What is going on, man? What's going on, brother? Good to have me on here, Mark. Um, ready, ready to have some fun, kick a couple back, and uh, tell some stories and uh, have some laughs. Fantastic, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, laughs like when you fall out of a chair. <laughs> it's happened a couple times. <laughs> so, yeah, man, uh, you know, it, I followed your story, obviously. Um, you're kind of into the family now, almost married into the family. And, you know, I've seen where you were at when you got together with my cousin. Of course, just sit back and drink the liquor. Why don't you? All right. And, <laughs> and well, the uh, truth, that's how you get the truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, but I don't know the West before you met my cousin. So yeah. I guess I want to kind of learn, know that guy first okay. and see, you know, where you came from, because obviously you're not originally from Florida. You moved right. down there to better your life, I'm guessing. Right. So, yeah, man, where the hell were you? So can I start from scratch? Like, this is the story all about how my life got twist turned upside down. Like, yeah, you know, start from like scratch with it, man. Just, just fucking just do it. Yeah. Let's not cause any emotional damage. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything to do with me is going to cause some kind of emotional damage. All yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, let me start from the top. You know, I, I was born in Darlington, South Carolina, moved to upstate New York in the Buffalo area um, at, you know, a month old. And that's where I called home for 13 years. Um, I, I grew up in a um, a fixed income household, to say um, my father. What's that? Government cheese. Yeah. My, my father and mother split when I was, you know, four or five years old. Um, so I, I lived with my mother until I was about th uh, 13 and she and I uh, just never saw eye to eye uh, growing up. And uh, at 13, I moved with my father and my stepmother to uh, Memphis, Tennessee area in Olive Branch, Mississippi. And um, that's where I spent my adolescence years. And that's where I, I kind of broke out of my shell. Uh, my father and my stepmother were a little bit more well off. However, I didn't really get the benefit of that as much as having a nice house to live in and, you know, food on the table and clothes on my back, but they weren't the type to hand me shit. Um, I wasn't, I didn't work for it. Right. Yeah. I didn't get a car when I turned 16. Um, I, I shit, I don't even think I got a bike. I, I had to work for my, my shit. I had to mow the neighbor's lawns. Um, something that I did at very often on the, in the summers doing edging, doing weed eating, whatever, whatever it was to make a dollar. And I think that helped me really, um, 
really value the dollar. Um, and I lived down there until I was about 17 because I really became a um, just a juvenile delinquent. Um, you, when you're growing up in, in an urban city like Memphis, Tennessee, and you're kind of rebelling against your parents when you're 16, 17 years old, you get into shit that maybe you shouldn't be getting into. And All I right, did. Juvenile, juvenile delinquent. Hold, hold that thought for a second. Yeah. Um, um, first thing I want to say is if anybody's watching us on personal pages, if uh, I know Wes has shared it out on his page, I've also got on my personal page. If you head over to No Filter Radio Inc.'s Facebook page and you put in the comment sections on there, we'll be able to see your comments and throw them up on the screen uh, so Wes can answer any of your questions. Otherwise, if you're watching on the personal page and you're commenting, we're not going to be able to see them until the end of the show. Um, so juvenile delinquent. Huh? So what did you do? Like break into cars, steal stuff from stores? What are you saying juvenile delinquent, man? What kind of trouble you do? Um, I wasn't too, too bad, but I was, I was becoming a little thief, you know, and it wasn't to the point where I was breaking in stores, but like, you know, steal a little shit at convenience store, stole kids yearbook at, uh, in, in high school because my parents wouldn't buy me one and I didn't have the money for one and I wanted one. So I took one, um, skipping school, getting into fights. Um, the only thing that kept me in school was football. Um, football was why I stayed in school, um, and the brotherhood with the guys that I was in there with, um, that that's why I stayed in school. Um, and when I turned 17, I was, I was in a position where the school said that they needed to send me to an alternative school for bad kids, basically for my next, um, semester. And, uh, I said, fuck that. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. I'm going back to New York. I'm going back. I'm getting out of this population of like a million people city back to my farm town in Westfield, New York of 6,200 people. Um, and I did that and, and believe it or not, it was a hell of a lot easier to, to get on my feet in that little farm town than what it was in a big city because everything was right there. Um, I could, I could walk to my job. I could, you know, get on my feet. My, me and my mother still didn't see eye to eye. So when I came back, I, uh, I moved in with my, uh, godfather, who was also my uncle. Um, Okay. Moved in with moved in with him uh, again a a fixed income um, a, a I wouldn't say a broken home but it definitely a poverty um, and the cool thing was was I got to reunite with a lot of kids that I went to school with in elementary and middle and at this point they're graduating high school and moving on with that but we were all very tight knit and we all used to hang out we actually used to have a uh, outside of a church there was a picnic table. And that's all where all of us delinquents hung out was outside the church, smoking weed, drinking our alcohol. Um, we didn't fuck with anything. We weren't vandalizing anything. We're just a bunch of misfits um, hanging outside of a church, smoking, drinking and and doing our thing. We're, we were the kids that kind of were setting our own path. Right. So at that time in your life, though, you really haven't learned the meaning of the dollar yet. No, um, I, I started working at a factory called Crown Hill Stone. Um, where we made mud into pavers, basically. It was the dirtiest job you can think of with the most manual labor where you, um, you, you bust, you bust your tail, um, for, I think at that time it was like eight seventy five an hour or whatever the hell, you know, minimum wage was in New York state money back then. Yeah. I mean, it's hey, minimum wait. wage, New York no, state. How old yes. are you? I'm, I'm, I'm 31. I'll be 32 next month, but, um, yeah, you're 775, something like that. Maybe I don't, something around there. Um, and I started working there and I ended up moving back in with my mom because living conditions weren't up to par at my uncle's. And needless to say, that was a, that was a shit show living at my mom's. Um, we just, we just never saw eye to eye. Um, there were many reasons into that, but uh, 
we just just never saw eye to eye. Um, right. So, so forward a little bit here, you realize yeah. that you've got to break away from your mother's. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll never forget it. I came home from work on a Monday, and my mom tells me, "Hey, I'm moving to Pennsylvania. Um, I know you don't want to leave. I'm leaving at the end of the month, so you have a month to find a place." Cool. I respect that you gave me a heads up. That was on a Monday. Um, that Tuesday, I come home for work, and she goes, "Hey, Wes, I'm actually going to leave Friday. This Friday coming up, you have now three days to find a place to live." Um, and I said, "Okay." Um, again, a, a very small, tight knit uh, community. You're able to do. You're able to find a place pretty quickly, at, at least. And um, there was a big yellow apartment building that was nicknamed the Crack House for a reason. Oh, um, and they had a a part uh, a basement apartment that was the definition of an efficiency apartment. You walk in, you got one room that is kind of like a dining kitchen room and you got right next to that's the bathroom and then a wall. And on the side of that wall is your bedroom living room. You have two rooms in this entire thing. It was maybe like 450 square foot. Uh, probably talked quite a bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. So did the ceilings because they were super thin. Like this is, this is a, a legit crack house. You could s smell the aroma of crack throughout your wall and your ceilings and the crackhead that gets high and leaves his sink dripping. You watch the dripping on your ceiling until it finally busts and you call the landlord to, Hey, fix my shit. Um, and I lived like that from 27 end of 2017, um, to 2019. But here's the catch. After I moved into that apartment, again, I had three days to find that place. I'll yeah. never forget it. $265 a month, everything included. How about that? $265 right? a month. <laughs> well, you could get, you can go wrong with it when you're, when you're 17 to 19 years old and a shithead. Um, you can go wrong with that real quick. Um, but my mom, uh, yeah, I, I'm seeing on the comments here. Uh, Jennifer was my neighbor. Um, she lived in a house next to the, uh, next to the crack house. And I absolutely love her to death. She's been a big sister to mine of mine since then. Um, she, she could vouch for it. That place was the crack house for the reason there's roaches everywhere. You can get rid of them. Um, but I, anyways, um, that I, I move in that Friday, the day that my mom's tells me I'm moving. So we load everything up in my uncle's truck, get it over. And by everything, I mean, a bedroom basically is all I had to my name. Um, a couple pots and pans and some silverware that I picked up at the dollar store that same day, um, moved everything in and I get a phone call from my mom. Um, and this time I have a landline phone. I don't even, I can't even afford a cell phone. I'm seven, I'm a 17 year old kid. Well, um, when you were 17. Yeah, we had to flip phones. We, okay. we had, we had some flip phones. Yeah. So um, I get a phone call from my mom on my landline. Oh, you got your phone set up and making sure it was set up. I'm like, yep, yep, it's set up. Oh, well, uh, and she's three sheets in the wind. Uh, another reason why we didn't really get along. And uh, Wes, I, I got to tell you something. Ah, 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 ah. I'm like, what? And she's just like, I ain't going anywhere. Just like that in her smoker, alcoholic voice, she goes, I'm not going anywhere. She was never moving. Um my mom was never moving. It was a trick to get me out of the house. Um, which now again, hindsight, I'm, I'm thankful because, uh, I, I learned what it was like to be independent at an early age. If I was ready or not, I was independent. Yeah. Um, so I had some of the best times of my life were those times, um, being a kid that again, at that age, being that independent with no rules, um, two sixty five a month was penny pension. Um, at this time, again, I'm working at Crown Hill Stone, uh, making mud into rocks. 
coming home just covered in soot your nose is filled with just mud and it's just your your only thing that you could that recognize me by is my eyes because i was just always covered in black but um i had a car my i bought my first car it was a 1990 plymouth laser red um cool sports car but the catch was it only had one gear the transmission was shot so um what's uh, what's going on stephanie um so transmission was shot on it but i worked my ass off at that place to get to a point where i could afford a buy here pay here 27 percent interest 2000 uh year 2000 chevy cavalier i think that's what most of us went over that you know you know buy here, pay here. yeah <laughs> yeah but man I'll, I'll tell you what jd buy rider biggest fucking scumbags out there but I'll t but they were there when i needed them so, here's always scumbags. yeah so i i worked my ass off and i've really started learning the value of a dollar at that point um in, in that time of my life and it was, it was, it was, it really, it really taught me that value of the dollar. And 09 comes around, 09, I hit my peak. Um, I was partying my ass off, going to keggers on a Monday, going to work on a Tuesday. I, I was this crazy cat that I had a, I had a, a theme. Anytime I went to a party, I would bring markers and I'd let people sign me. They've signed their names from head to toe. Um, you would see people's names on my, on my arms, on my face, on my neck, on my, on my stomach, like everywhere. And I'll never forget. It was a Monday. I went to a kegger on a Monday. Who the hell parties on a Monday night? This guy. Um, well, if you're young, you know, that that's how you, you got don't to give it. You don't give a shit. And that cash and getting drunk and high and calm. That's exactly what it was. And I had work that next Tuesday. And at this point, um, I got my first job outside of a, of a, uh, of a, uh, industrial area i'm not in a factory i'm working at sears um sears was my first ever I, I like to say real job that wasn't through a temp agency that was working with the public that was a, a you know a worldwide known place as a salesman so are you to preppy guy when you had to work at sears because those sears have like the dress code of wearing the preppy type of clothing man you, you had to wear some khakis and a black dress shirt um but when you were me where you know you're trying to also be uh an inspiring rapper which we'll see if we go down that road um oh, inspiring rapper the, huh? the khakis are baggy the shirts baggy yeah yeah it's yeah it's uh it's it, it, yeah something about that dress good um but sears really got me out because before sears i was kind of shy um fuck off jen um before before sears Hold I, I was, stop, stop icy white you 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 just went down a road man icy white what's this icy white that i'm seeing over here in chat oh uh, anyways <laughs> icy white that's why i'm here look at uh, that coming in man jesus christ that battles on the front porch we just had a pause on your discussion here now we're going into this here, Mr. icy well, white you know there's certain things in your past you just can't run from <laughs> no matter how, how how hard you try do, to run do we have any audio clips do we have any like eight tracks you know VA. holy shit, look at the chat Jeez, the chat's lit up now god damn it, it. Is, man. <laughs> oh man but but you know uh yeah kyle's kyle is actually uh he's quoting one of my songs i don't even, uh, what song was that i, I see was, white banging out of your car speaker yeah there was a song there was a fuck you step um, there was there was <laughs> a song if you can find the audio clip and if it's on the pc please send the message to no filter radio and i will get that played on the on this podcast yep fucked um, 
but no, uh, 09 was, was interesting because I, I was parting my ass off. Jen was my neighbor at that time. She had an orphanage of children running around. Um, but she was struggling at the same time I was. Um, she was struggling to keep her lights on as I was. So we became family. Um, we had something that we could bond over, but I would never have food in my pantries. She made sure I had food. Um, th- there were some really, really crazy times at, at her house, uh, rap battles and drinking and people getting hit by cars. Hey, yeah, yeah. People getting hit by cars and just a lot of crazy shit happening. And all this is happening like within a 365-day th- time span, all in 09. 09 was just nuts. Um. But it got to the point where, uh, yeah, Jake Skelly. Skelly. Jake Skelly was a very, 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 very good friend of ours who had um, the bone disease. Jen, you'll have to help me with that one. Um, and he passed away um, very early because of the bone disease. And um, he, 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 was, he was an instigator as well. He loved sitting out there and, and jamming out with us. Um, th- that was the time of my life, man. You're 19. You, you have very little to no worries. Um, the things that, that are worrying you, they shouldn't $265. Yeah. Cystic fibrosis. Yeah. The things that are worrying you shouldn't, um, but they are. And, and, you know, yeah, it's just, uh, Oh nine was crazy. I made some really good friends. I made some very good connections. Um, Jen Cassidy Smith was another one, a really good connection. Uh, Chandler Smith. Um, I can go on a list of people that came in and out of, Skelly, uh, that April, just the people that came in and out, um, of my life or of the doors that were in my life. And I still, there's still to this day, there's a lot of those people that were there before anything. Um, they were there before I even hit rock bottom. They were there getting to see me happy. And I will never forget having that black cavalier, having the, the subs in the back that lit up blue, um, just banging some like at that time Lil Wayne's uh Carter like the Carter 2 or something like that came out in 09 whatever it was it's when like apple bottom jeans was big um all all of that stuff um and yeah Stephanie's known me since I was a, a literal baby being a neighbor with my grandmother um it's cool seeing people actually in here that uh that have watched the the struggle and so that that means a lot, guys. I appreciate that. They can um, all confirm it, nor deny anything that goes. Oh, on. easily, easily. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's it's uh, 09. It was a uh, yeah, Soldier Boy as well. 09 also was a bad time for me because I did all this partying and I got behind on rents. Like, how how do you get behind on rents at 265? Well, when you're getting paid biweekly, like 250 a a week, maybe 300 on a good, or 250 to 300 bi-weekly, working part-time, 32 hours. Um, you know, you got a a car note that's as much as your rent, and you're only making seven, 800 bucks a month. It's easy to get behind when you're blowing that money. So I got to a point where I had uh, come to a crossroad, and in 2009, Jennifer, on a cold October night, uh, nope, November night. Um, she helped me load up everything that I possibly could into the, into my Chevy Cavalier, including a, uh, including a dog. And, uh, and I moved back down to Mississippi and that was, that was, that was hard to do because I was leaving a lot of my friends behind and a story behind. And I, I was, I was, I was going from freedom back to jail, basically moving to Mississippi. Um, 
I'll never forget it because Jen helped me pack. I mean, she packed this whole fucking thing into a Chevy Cavalier, everything but my bed to the point where I sat up on the wheel like this, the entire 12 and a half hour ride home like this, um, just, and with a dog and just to the point where I was like this, it was, it was really, really bad. Um, it was, it was a, it was a hell of a ride. So, um, that was, that was the, yeah, yeah. Knees were on the dash. That was a fucking ride, man. Um, But keep talking, but I, I think I have a, audio clip coming up here in a minute hold on hold, hold that thought for one second let me i'll let let me finish this thought and i'll let you go to that unfortunately um so i, I moved i moved back to uh, mississippi uh, i transferred to sears stores and i uh i was that i was a delinquent again in mississippi but now i'm not 16 or 17 i now have a car i'm now an adult my stepmom my dad didn't have the same power over me as they did before Okay. Um, which was, you know, a double-edged sword. All right. So Wes, we're going to pause for a second. I, I was sent this video. It's five minutes, 10 seconds long. I'm going to play it just for a couple minutes and see. Yeah, uh, not Wes the whole goddamn thing. For the love of God, not the whole fucking thing. Here we go. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, no, this, is, this is Wes. Ken Folk, Icy White with lyrics. Here we go. Let's play it. Awesome. My co-host is sitting down here below. He's going to jump in here in about maybe another 20 minutes or so. We're going to throw him up in the board. Fuck you, John. All right. The beat's tight. I like the beat. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to hold it down for my kinfolk. Okay, hold on. The, 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 the way it's so off sync right now. But <laughs> the guy with the high pitch voice and the one with the deep voice, who's who? That's both. I'm both. That's, both? that's yeah, both? that's that's two different recordings. Yeah, that's oh, me. Dear. That's oh, me doing the hook as that's I'ma hold it down for my kinfolk. And then on the background, I'ma hold it down for my it, learn producing man. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, I'm gonna fast forward Don't bring your girl around me, I might greet her. <laughs> Okay, so for those who know, though, that's Wes, aka Icy White. I think they're just going to call him Icy White throughout the rest of the podcast. (laughs) Okay, so it's on YouTube. Yeah, yep. Obviously, you were playing on YouTube back in that day because I'm going to fast forward a little bit. So, you know, because we're also looking, does Wes model? I hear that underwear models in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> gotta love john man when john jumps in and asks these awkward questions hey Wes, uh, you do you model your underwear yes oh, we're gonna we're, we're gonna go completely sidetracked that's what happens on yeah, this podcast yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. So just be prepared we're gonna try going to the store but we're also gonna get sidetracked with a lot of shit that we see on the screen here <laughs> i'm gonna go through this as we're um, talking but let's go into um more of the facts of before you even started up by uh, uh rowdy's dipping and stuff you were trying to be, you're trying to get, I guess you could say social media famous. Yes. So yeah, before Rowdy's dipping, I was, um, I was a kid that liked attention. Um, I was somebody that uh, I I just wanted attention one way or another. 
and social media was a great platform not only to get that but to find a way to to benefit from it and and jesus christ sean and try and try to uh find a way to make money um anything from prank phone calls to getting drunk doing karaoke um to you know shit that got me in, in trouble the prank phone calls was uh that was fun that was that actually went for a while you know that mark um that was actually really entertaining if facebook wasn't such a cuck and started banning people for that shit um Wait a minute. i think actually hold on i've got a little sump for that one. that's honestly how a lot of people end up finding who i am that's never met me personally with their frank prank phone calls and hunting pedophiles Right, I think I've actually for your hunting pedophiles. I believe one sec here. Let me pull this up. So I have, I believe this is it right here. Is it pulling up on your end yet? Nope. Son of a biscuit. I see. I see the folder. Yeah, that's not how I want to. I hate sometimes how this uh, thing works here. One sec. Let me remove this from it and. So yeah, well, I've got the picture here. It's kind of funny because it's not loading up. It's just a folder, which is gonna drive yeah. me nuts. Remove from stream. Stop. Oh, yeah. All right, dude. Just, listen, video podcasting is new to us. So when we started out, it was nothing but audio, and then it went into the whole video podcasting. And oh, right here. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That was like when I first first started. So North Florida Predator Hunter. So that yep. doesn't exist anymore. You're not even trying to do that anymore? No, man. There's a lot that comes with it. Believe it or not, trying to do good, there's so much bad that comes along with it. Um, anything from pedophile supporters to those who just want to troll you and try to bring down your life to the point where you got cats that just think it's funny to to try to come at you personally because you're trying to clean up the streets they they come at you personally to the point where they start attacking my business my personal life um at, at the point where it, it just wasn't there there wasn't enough gain there police aren't working with me um i have the police watching watching my moves um because obviously they're not a big big fan of you doing their job better than they were to be honest with you um right. it, it just a lot came with it I, you know i i uh I condone anybody that's out there doing it, um, you know, trying to clean up these streets, but it, you know, just a lot of drama with it. And there, and unfortunately there's a lot of groups out there to do it, that ju they just do it for the clout. They just do it for the likes and the views. They don't care about the kids, to be honest with you. They don't care about what the fuck they're doing. Um, right. There's some that were caught, you know, staging the shit just to get likes and that's not what i was doing it for i myself as a child i was a uh, a, a victim of sexual abuse and it's something that's always hit home for me so i found one company that was doing it in pennsylvania um, i was like wow this is this is something i can do and uh, and i want and i i feel like we did it pretty damn well myself and the team that i had but there's just so much drama so much drama um, that it's just not worth it. When you're trying to run a business, you have a reputation of a business, and then you got these people, you know, making fake Facebook groups and accounts, trying to paint you as somebody that you're not and trying to attack you personally and business-wise. Come at you, uh, what do they call it, doxing? Did you ever have anybody come out oh, and try oh, to dox oh, you? 100%. I was always getting doxed. Uh, my number being put out there, address being put out there, it was it was ridiculous. Um, and, and still, every once in a while, we still get that. I, I still get it. And fortunately, um, we, I don't give a fuck anymore. Um, I laugh at it. Hell, you know, the things that they try to say, I put it out there. I'm like, look at these fucking idiots. And they just get laughed at now. So, um, 
but you know, it, it is what it is, but no, yeah, the whole internet fame thing, that was just me tied up in my own insecurities, wanting to get attention and also have the entertainment with it. You know, when you're bored, you got nothing to do. You try to find constructive ways of doing it. And then I also found ways to make money doing it. Not as much the pedophile hunting, but the prank phone calls. And it's kind of how online gaming is now, man. You got people that will online game and, hey, send me X amount of stars or however the hell they do it. And I'll play I'll play against you and the donations. And that's how the prank phone calls ended up really popping off. People sending $20 here, $20 there to get their, their calls up, you know, here, make my call, make my call. Here's $20. Good. Do it. Do it now. I don't want to wait. So I'm like, shit, I'm going to make this profitable. And there's some nights I made three, 400 bucks just sitting here, prank calling people. Um, prank calling. Yeah. I, I think I, I remember a prank call. Number one was someone tried to prank call me after my kid was born. <laughs> kind of failed miserably at that one. I kind of caught on. And then there was another one where you as the prank caller, got pranked himself and fell flat out of his ass on his, on his, yeah. his yeah yeah that's that yeah it was 2016 yeah i remember that i remember yeah. you fall flat out of the chair and that was a good one yeah yeah i mean it was all in fun but it, it's a part of growing up I, I did a lot of growing up and um it's something i put in my past and i and i lost too many facebook accounts and too much content and too many photos i'll never get back and it's just it's just not worth it and that's why i've gone from this guy that's like you're almost afraid to introduce to people because I, my cousins even told me, he's like, man, you were, you were somebody that I have to put a warning label on before I introduce you to people. But once you meet those people, they're like, wow, why do you even have to warn me about him? He's, he's fine. Cause I was two different people. I was one person online. I was one, another person and, you know, face to face. Um, and it, I guess I just kind of grew out of that. I am who I am now. I still, of course, have my passions. They're healthy right. passions. And, uh, and that is what it is. Well, I mean, you gotta look at it in order to succeed you must fall yeah it's always a given you have to hit your lowest point to realize oh shit now i can only go up from here there's right. no more falling i i can only go up from here yep what point in your life did you realize that you hit your extreme bottom that made you say oh shit okay I need to fucking go up from here and I need a fucking skyrocket and become there, there's a there's a couple different points in my life. Um I'll I'll pick up where we left off. How about that? Okay. So where when I moved back to Mississippi in 2009, I was only there from November to February um of 2010. So I was only down in Mississippi and the reason why is I met somebody on MySpace at that point. Um and we clicked and she lived back at home and so I picked up my stuff and moved back to uh back home i miss tom uh, uh but yeah tom is awesome uh, great. yeah I, I moved back to new york um and i got into a serious relationship and um that serious relationship led into a marriage which happened very quickly um within a year and a couple months of being together um we got married and neither one of us was exactly ready um but still did and it was it was one of those things too where uh, you make you just you're just young and dumb. I got married at you know 21 years of age, and I'm, I just told you my my background of running around and partying. I wasn't somebody that was ready to be married, and um, I, I I still did it, and that led to one of the one of the hardest times of my life because not only did I get married young, but I, I wasn't ready. Um, within 10 months. 
we separated. It was April 8th, 2012. We're coming up on the anniversary of it, the 10 year anniversary. And I, I'm a motherfucker for dates, man. I remember my first date at Sears, which was March 9th. I remember the day that I moved down to uh, back to Mississippi. It was D day. Was that December 2nd? Um, you know, I, I remember dates and that's one date that stuck with me because I had, a, I had a very bad breakdown. I lost my job at Verizon at this point. Um, this is in water, right? You know, this in this is in New York. Oh, New York. Um, yeah. Um, I, well, I'm no longer at Sears. I go to Radio Shack. Radio Shack's going out of business. So I go to, I go to Verizon and this is, you know, early 2012. And, um, I'm just in a bad place where I like to drink. I like to fuck around. I'm not, I'm not a good person. I wasn't in a good place, nor was she. We were not, a, we were not a good match at all. So, um, so she left. Like, and man, Kim. Yeah. Except her fat ass went fit in a trunk. Uh, but you know, she left and when she left, she shut off the electric in the house, uh, and electric and the gas. Oh no, she shut off the gas, not the electric. The gas was in her name. The electric was in my name and it's April in New York. As you know, and as a Mena, it's still pretty damn cold in April, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's still cold. So I'm, I'm in this house, 30 degrees, 40 degrees, 50 degrees inside this house, freezing my ass off the, 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 uh, the, yeah, that, yeah, John. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the stove was gas, so I had no way to cook. Um, the microwave worked when it wanted, so I'm broke. I've lost my job. It got to the point where I started selling my personal items. I started selling my, my TV that was in the bedroom so I can make a car payment at this time. I had an 05 Mustang. Um, so I make a car payment selling this, selling that. To the point where I had no option, but I, again, I picked up and moved back to Mississippi in 2012. She's off doing her thing. I moved back to Mississippi, but I'm not in a good place up here. Um, my stepmom, my dad, give me a place to live. I'm still fucked up from this attachment that I had from this marriage where I felt like I needed whatever I had to do, whatever it took to get, make my, my life back to normal. I had to get my, fix my marriage. I had to get my life back to normal. I had to go back to New York. So one morning I, I woke up no, no, damn it. <laughs> one, one morning I woke up and, uh, I just moved back to New York. I, I got everything I could back into a Mustang and move. And that was clothes basically. Cause I've sold everything that I've had. And that was bad because I did that while my parents were at work and they had no clue that I left. You know, they, they felt, they felt betrayed. They opened up their door to me. And I just said, fuck it. And I moved and I, and I was, I was just so obsessed with fixing my marriage. It was the worst mistake that I ever made where I, that was rock bottom. And the reason being, I got back up in New York with nowhere to live. She wanted nothing to do with me. She was already dating somebody else. And this is, and this is in late April, late April, early May. Um, she's already with somebody else at this point. Now I'm way too close to the point where I'm just like, fuck, I got to find where the hell she's at. Like I'm in a really, really bad place. So it, I was jumping place to place. Um, thankfully, I had some people that let me in. I have a cousin, Missy Missy Lunger, that um, she gave me some potato chips and some sandwiches and told me to get on my way for the most part because she had three kids at home and uh, possibly four at that point. I, I can't remember, but there was no room for me. But she let me pass out on the couch a couple nights. Um, another family friend uh, let me sleep in his you know, he kind of like had a basement living room. Let me sleep there for a few times. Um, and, and granted, I'm doing all this with a husky, with a with a full blown, full blooded husky. I moved to Mississippi with this husky and moved back with this husky. 
And I'm putting myself through so much shit being homeless. I'm putting this dog through so much shit to the point now I'm stealing from stores again. I'm going into Giant Eagle and stealing bags of dog food um, to feed my dog. I haven't made a, a car payment in, in a month, month or two now. So the bank's calling. Hey, we need a payment from you. We need a payment from you. So I'm, I'm lost at this point. I have nowhere to live. Um, I'm jumping place to place. A guy that I was staying in his basement, he's like, dude, you got to go. You and your dog, you have to go. I can't keep you here. I'm, my mom didn't want me back. Um, that wasn't going to happen. I didn't want to. So the last few nights, um, I stay in, let's damn near almost like another crack trailer with this girl that I knew. And it was a party house. Um, so you have a lot of uh, connections to crack houses. Yeah. I mean, living in a, living in a, a small, in an area like that. Um, yeah, to be honest with you in a small, you know, how small towns are. Right. So, so I am going to bring in our, our co-host. He's going to sure. just use his microphone as he comes in, but, uh, sure. I'm going to get him into the stream here. Absolutely. So he has other questions for you. Cool. So this is, uh, Justin, Justin, this is West West, Justin. What up? Sorry. I had my mic muted. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> What's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? Um, but th those last few nights, um, I, I spent, I spent basically sleeping underneath a tree cause there was no more room for another lonely motherfucker sleeping inside this trailer. Um, so I have a buddy that lived out in St. Augustine, Florida. I visited St. Augustine once for my honeymoon. I liked the area and he said, Hey, Verizon down here is hiring uh, a pause. Yeah. I just thought of something. We've yep. been talking about a lot of crack houses. This is a great time just to take a gr uh, quick moment. I have a public service announcement. We're talking about crack houses. I have to get this public service announcement out. This must be one hell of an announcement. It is. I, I have to get it out. So give me one second, folks. Please stand by to hear the rest of Wes's story after this public service announcement. Every year, an outstanding amount of people lose their teeth all because of smoking crack. If you want to keep your teeth strong and shiny, there's only one simple thing to do. Don't smoke crack. Smoking crack is Jesus Christ. The next time you find yourself with a crack pipe in hand, remember, if you love your teeth, please don't smoke crack. This is a public service that I was brought to you by No Filter Radio as we listen to Wes talk about crack houses. Continue. So, Jesus Christ. Um, so I get a phone call hearing that... <laughs> Verizon's hiring. So I have nothing, nothing to uh I have I have nothing to lose at this point. I've already lost it all. So I make my rounds to everybody that I can. All right. I'm saying goodbye to Jennifer as she's going through her own shit, being homeless as well with her fucking eleven children. I'm saying goodbye to everybody but my mother. Um, I'm saying goodbye to Cassidy. I'm I'm saying goodbye to the crackhead bitch I was staying with in that trailer. Everybody I could. Hey, goodbye. I'm never coming back. I'm going to you know, I'm going to Florida and I shot down <laughs> four dicks. Yep. Um, I shot down to Florida in this car and um, I came down to Florida thinking that I could stay with my buddy. I couldn't. He was living with another person at that time. So now I'm in a completely in an area that I'm not used to. All right. I've been there once for a honeymoon. I stayed at a hotel, went to a racetrack. That's it. Um now I only I can only stay with him for about a week and a half I'm trying to start this new job. Thank God they hired me on the spot at, at like part time. And now I got this car that the bank is doing everything they can to catch me. Best thing that, that happened to me was I couldn't pay my phone bill. So my phone was shut off. So 
after that week and a half went by, I had nowhere to live. So I have this car that's hot as fuck. Um, unfortunately, it's it's a it's a time where the banks now finding somehow they found that my buddy that I was staying with, they're calling him at work. Where's this guy, Wesley Hogue? We need this car. Can you help locate him? And he's like, fuck you. So I'm sleeping in my car in parking lots at hotels. So my phone, I had a texting app on my phone. So I would be able to text my boss and have Wi-Fi on it. Because that's the only way I could I could get Wi-Fi was sleeping in the hotel parking lots and I couldn't afford a hotel. So I would just sleep in the parking lots in my car with this phone. And I, I did that for so long. Um, and then I got sick of doing that. I got sick of taking baths in the, the store sink. Um, talk about low of low. When you come into your store with, you know, um, ketchup stains on your work shirt, um, not being able to, you know, to clean your clothes, you smell like BO and you got to explain to them, you know, yeah, I'm having to borrow from this person, from that person, so on and so forth. I'm having to, I'm having to do this, you know, MoneyGram. I learned what MoneyGram was real quick. Hitting up my stepbrother. Hey, can I get 50 bucks? I need 25 for gas, 25 for food. All right, cool. Hitting up my dad. Hey, dad, can I get 50 bucks so I can, so I can pay him back? Literally borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. Right. And I, I was doing that for so long and just draining those money trees, um, just hitting people up. And I was at Walmarts, but I still wasn't spending the money properly. I was driving from St. Augustine to Daytona, which is about an hour just, you know, for gas money for, you know, for a fling, you know, hoping to God she's going to give me gas money to get back up to St. Augustine. And it was I was I was just in a really bad place. And then I, I got this bright idea to hop on to, uh, to Craigslist. And as I got a couple, you know, a couple paychecks coming in, um, finding people to room with. Um, hey, I'll, I'll give you 50 bucks to stay with you tonight. I thought this Craigslist thing was going somewhere else. No. no. Right. <laughs> you were selling yourself over here. No, no. But I, I, I was trying to find people to live <laughs> with um, because, you know, 100 bucks would get me a month at some or a couple weeks at somebody's house where it's only two nights at a at a motel. And doing that for a while. Um, doing whatever I could to make sure I had a place to shave, to shower and shit. Fuck you, Jen. Doing whatever, whatever <laughs> it took to to try and make it. And then um, two two events happened. One was fortunate. One was unfortunate. Was I saved up enough that at this point it's October of 2012. I'm no longer staying with these people because I'm trying to save my money. So I'm back to living in my my car. And I save up enough to go half with my friend who is now trying to find a new place to live to go with him. <laughs> Pickle boy. There's a story behind that too. Um, there, um, you, it's you, not, stop right there. you can't just say Pickle boy. There's a story behind it. It's like no, the rap was, you got to pause. And there was still, there was still pickle jokes back 20 or 10 years ago. Yeah, did you do something with those pickles, Wes, that we need to know about? You're so fucked up. No. <laughs> I'm just asking. Why no. else would you be called Pickle Boy there, Wes? Did, did we learn where pickles should not go? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> <laughs> but no, any, anyways, uh, we both save up enough money to get, an, uh, get a, 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 a small condo together. Um, yeah, my, my ex-wife wanted to say she I had a, had a pickle dick. That was her thing. <laughs> That that was always her. Oh, he's got he's got a pickle dick. But but now you should you should see her. She she looks like a fucking pickle, a very large pickle. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? 
I thought I thought somebody opened up my closet there for a second. I thought that little Chinese kid got out. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, we we got we got this condo together, and as soon as I got something in my name, that bank found me, and they found that car, and at three a.m. they took that bitch from me within a week. Within a with within a week of having that place, um, they they took that car, and. Uh, I was a dumbass. I still had, a, had three quarters of my belongings inside that car, and oh. I'm I'm back to nothing. Couple couple pairs of clothes. Um, thankfully, this time I have a bed. Um, this time, you know, I have a bed and some sheets to my name. So, um, and then it was right back to JD Byrider. <laughs> and I, at that point, I got a uh, uh, what the fuck did I get? I got a deep purple, um, uh, fuck PT Cruiser. Deep purple. Fuck. I was just about to say, if you say PT Cruiser, five speed deep purple PT Cruiser with the sunroof. <laughs> yep, with the sunroof. I uh, I thought I was balling again, um, but no, that's that 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 was the first rock bottom, right there. That was the rock bottom. Bam, moving here to Florida with nothing on a whim. Got I'm hitting up people like Jennifer's crazy ass asking her for money knowing good goddamn well she again has like a schoolhouse worth of children to feed i think we're that- point we should be bringing in this jennifer so she can freaking bash on you talking about the amount of kids she has on- <laughs> <laughs> i'm not she- sure where we're going with that yeah yeah no I, I i give her a lot of shit because she is family and that's what family <laughs> does we give each other shit so um but no i was i was hitting her up you know trying to trying to get money from her and she's like dude what the fuck you know i'm you know she was she was in a situation herself um but it but it got into a to a place where uh that was that was rock bottom and that picture that you put up there um of my burnt face oh this uh, one right here yeah that's that's right around that time man i'm i'm in bad shape um damn near still homeless um this is right when we got the condo obviously i wasn't wearing sunscreen to this day i don't wear the shit i don't believe in it um it's it's really really rough. Um, I man, I used to have a a photo that uh, I would I'd really have to do some digging. Um, while while we're doing this, I'll try to do that of of me in a really bad place, and it's something I kept for a long long time. Of all right, this was you know this I was at rock bottom, and you could see it in my face. You look um, like you in this. Yeah, I mean that that was again a bad time. Um, that was that was some rough times, but it made me who I am now. And, and there's a big story after that. Um, after losing that car, 2013 comes around and I'm kind of riding a high. Um, I ended up picking up this car after that. I'm kind of the photos you don't have a little, you know, it's hard to see, but it's a little bit, a little Camaro. Um, not a bad little, little ride. Um, and then I'm hit with a complete bombshell in April of 2013. Um, that my dad has cancer. And my dad is a person that was my best friend who I stabbed in the back multiple times who opened up his door for me. And I continued to take that for granted. And he kept opening his door for me. Right. You know, we talk, we're going to be talking about that later on in another episode, you know, because that does go back to the thing of being addiction and being at your low. You typically do hurt the ones that you love the most. For sure. Uh, but finding out he has cancer. And then um, the day of the Boston massacre, was the day before he goes into surgery. Because I'm in Mississippi. He, he had cancer in his left lung. They were going to remove it. That Boston massacre, I believe, this was on a Saturday. 
something like that. Um, it was the 13th, April, April 13th, April 15th, something like that. Again, there I go with the dates. Um, that next day is his surgery. So I'll never forget that because it's Boston massacre. He was helping me change the brakes on my, on my car. So that next day they remove his lung. We hear, okay, he's going to need 13 weeks straight of uh, chemotherapy. He does 13 straight weeks of chemo, which if you're familiar, not familiar with cancer, most people do one here, take a week off, couple here, take a week off. He was very determined to get the shit out of the way. And so he just went 13 straight. And in September, he gets sick um, with bronchitis, goes in the hospital. It turns into pneumonia. They do a biopsy. They find out that when they remove the, the lung from his body, the cancer spread everywhere. The cancer caught the oxygen spread throughout his whole fucking body. So he should have never removed the lung, but that's hindsight, you know? So um, that that happens in September and he dies October 9th. So we go from April, mid-April to October, that of, hey, I got cancer to your, your father's dead. Um, that was another punch in the mouth that I came to a crossroad of, I can sit here and just wallow in it and go back to where I was, where I can use this as motivation. And I used it as motivation and that lit a fire under my ass, his passing. If, if he wasn't here today, I don't want to say that I wouldn't be where I'm at. Um, but my path here may have been different. Um, I may have not done some of the things that I've done or the choices that I've made good or bad, because, um, he, he was very opinionated. Um, he was, he was your blue collar uh, uh, Navy veteran truck driver that, you know, work hard for everything that you got. Um, bleed red, white, and blue brother. You know, he was, that's who my dad was. Um, and he stood for everything that, that he, that he believed in. And when he passed away, I felt like a piece of me was gone. I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the good thing is, is when he passed away, I had uh, before, before he passed away, I got the opportunity to, to have the, the hospital room to myself with him. And I got a lot of closure. I asked I, any, that, that's the time, man. You got some questions that you you've had unanswered. That's the time to get them the fuck out. And I did. And that, that helped out a lot as well to the point where I surprised him. Um, I went out, got this tattoo right here that says dad, um, went out and got that. And, you know, it just, I, again, I, I came across crossroads that a, I can, I can sit here and, and make excuses and, and fail and use his death as a reason or use it as uh, as, as reason to be motivated. And right after he passed away, um, I got hired, not only full-time still struggling at Verizon, but with a different store owner and skyrocketed. Um, I, I skyrocketed. And that's when the, where the success really happened was when my dad passed. And unfortunately, man, that's, that's a double-edged sword because I used his his passing as motivation to be where I'm at. But man, you know, religious or not, you know, people say, oh, no, you know, they're here. They're here. But if you're not physically here and I can't feel you, it's not the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's it's so I wish he was here to see it. There's a lot of decisions I've made that he would have put a boot in my ass for um, buying some of the things that I've purchased because he wasn't a materialistic type person. You don't need all these materials to be happy type person. Um, so he wouldn't have agreed with a lot of my purchases. Um, well, the car we're going to get to in a little bit later. Yeah. Yeah. A few of them, a few of them that he wouldn't have, <laughs> a few cars I bought, they'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Um, but it, it's, it's one of those things where, um, 
I, I know that he would be proud. Uh, he said he's proud of me before he passed, and that meant a lot to me. So I used that as motivation. That's where the success started. It was the day that he passed away. I used that as motivation. And from 2013 to 2015, I was a I was the wolf of Verizon. Um, we ran that shit so unethically, but fuck my my pockets were lined. <laughs> Money selling cell phones, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Ethically or unethically. You might have walked out that store with a cell phone and a tablet you didn't know that was on your account. Um, <laughs> but I got my commission by the time you realized it. And it was... <laughs> we... I get paid per package working for Am- or FedEx. Yeah. So I, I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's ways to try to beat the system. Yeah. Um, you know, you got a guy that you work with that's a piece of shit and you might return one of his sales and re and, and redo it in your name shit like that <laughs> yeah it's shit like that um but that got to the point where verizon catches on and he told my store owner hey we're buying you out or you're giving us your stores <laughs> um and that's where Ver- my my verizon store ended up getting a new hey, um we have a newcomer Oh, fuck. I'm going to bring her up into the screen. <laughs> That's a big swing. <laughs> I'm going to go bring her up. So we got Jennifer just added in. Uh, those who don't know, if you're listening on Podbean or any oh, of you boy. about it, uh, you are able to join in through the video process. And uh, Jennifer, who you've heard Wes talk about, has just jumped in as I shared the uh, video stream link in the chat. Uh, so we're going to bring her in. Able to join in through the video process. And... <laughs> oh, We've got Echo All right, by chance, do you happen to have any headphones you could put on? Uh, just because we're getting feedback. I muted your mic right now. We're just getting feedback in through it. No, Steph, Steph, we're not at the Glock and the Rari yet. What the fuck is oh, that was her finger. I thought that was something else. Oh, the Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, we'll 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 get to the to the loft. I, that's when. Uh, that's oh, when, the loft. That's when you met Brittany. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Jen, just load it up on your phone. Okay. Well, That's- get yeah, get get yourself some headphones then. <laughs> oh man, you don't have any headphones. Yeah, then, then use it on your phone. Oh, it's not working either. All right. Okay, one second. All right. Well, I'll continue while she works through her technical difficulties. All right. Um, <laughs> So it's um, at, at that point, um, I, I get to a point, 2016 is another life-changing, couple different life-changing events in my life. Um, Verizon, the new, this new store owner at Verizon's a, a, a cheaper guy, I'm not getting paid the same. Um, I'm also have to be an ethical salesman, which is never fun. Um, so not only is he not selling me or paying me the same, but I'm also not able to do the shitty shit that I was doing before to make money. And, um, I started doing something on the side. Um, uh, that's where the plastic dipping came in and I started, you know, plastic dipping on the side. Um, that's, that's, that's really where I, if you're not familiar with it, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a rubber, well, a, a latex coating that comes in spray form. It sprays on, peels off. And I was doing that, you know, on the car wheels and tinting taillights and all that on the, on the side to make ends meet because I wasn't getting paid what I was with, uh, with Verizon anymore. And at this time I'm, I'm in a really bad relationship with a female that, um, introduces me to crack for the first time, like actually, 
not just the aroma that I grew up knowing living in these apartment buildings, but actually hitting the pipe and here, try this, try this. And I'm like, no, I'm like, believe it or not, I'm, when it comes to drugs, I'm pretty straight edge at that, at, especially at this point. Like weed is the only thing that I've done um, other than like ecstasy in high school. But who doesn't do a little bit of ecstasy? So you know, high school was a different different ballgame. Um, so uh, that I was in a really bad relationship, extremely bad. Uh, my pay is getting cut. And now I'm starting to really get going somewhere with this plasti dipping to the point where. I'm living with this chick. I end up getting out of living with her and start living with a couple, couple friends of mine where I'm paying rent, which is 700 a month. And it's, uh, it's to the point where the plastic dipping really starts to lift off and I can start making a living by it. And that ends up happening in 2016. And I see she's back. She is. I, I don't hear anything now. So it, we don't yeah. get the word. So it looks like she, she can now come in and uh, scold you if she wants. Can we yeah. get two counts? See if there's echo. Come and talk if you can. You got you got your are they working? Yeah, they're working. They're uh -oh. in, but I have a feedback. I we can't hear it, so uh, <laughs> it's basically I'll, I'll, I'll give, yeah, I don't give a fuck if you can hear it. I can't hear it. So I I'm just curious if <laughs> yeah, like twenty to thirty kids from where Wes is going with you. It sounds like you have about at least thirty kids and uh your life's just crazy hectic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, go ahead, go ahead, Jen. Yeah, I don't have thirty fucking kids. First of all. <laughs> if you want to count thirty kids, then he was one of them. <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> you're a dumb child over here. Yeah. No, I I only had four kids, and I got the misfits at my house. So yeah, I was a struggling single mom essentially because my husband at the time was a kid as well. So. Helping all the alcoholics of our great hometown of Westfield eat on a daily basis, along with my own fucking kids and feeding his homeless ass, too. So, yeah. Those yes, I was days. in it. I was right there in it with him. But, yeah, we rose above that. That's for damn sure. There, there was a time that, um, shit. I remember there was a night that not 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 the Good Friday night, not that horrible night, but there was a time I was the outside. car accident night. Yeah, not that not that <laughs> night. Um, there was a night where I'm out. I was outside walking my pit bull, Gotti, and oh, came yeah. running around that corner. And you guys were out there doing on the park or out in the porch doing something or not or not. And uh, I think that oh yeah, your electric was off because yep. you guys couldn't pay the electric bill. Yep. And I remember that because you guys are just sitting out there with candles. Yep. Um, with candles in the house and all that. So Jen, Jen has gone through very, very similar yep. struggles. Her story alone will, uh, will fill a three hour block. Jesus Christ. <laughs> just in the last 10 years. Um, my God, but no, um, she, she was there and no, she didn't have 30 kids. It just always sounded like there was 30 kids. <laughs> always sounded like there was 30 kids. Well, you know, I ran a daycare out of my home. It's all the teenagers that ran away from home, including Wes ended up at my house if a child went missing the cops knocked on my door just to make sure that they were in a safe place you know shit got tough it was not easy and these kids basically fell on me um and i was at the time only 23 24 years old i was young i was really young you know four kids married at a very young age as well but i took care of everybody and i was the mother Teresa of our hometown and that's 
basically how I met Wes, a fallen down teenager. Couldn't figure out how to stop sucking his thumb or pull the dick out of his ass. So he fucking, at the church. <laughs> at the church. So, you know, we just, we kind of all leaned on each other for what we needed. And lo and behold, he needed me a little more than I needed him at the time. But now we kind of, we're both past that aspect in our life. So we still frequently talk quite a bit. I pull him out of his little mind game fucks and, he pulls me out of mine and that's just like, kind of what know, we've been doing for each other forever. The every other week, my fuck the West kind of goes into that. He needs to be pulled out of again. Every other yeah. week. I wish it was that sparse. You have no <laughs> idea <laughs> <laughs> where this kid is now and where he was. He, or, it, it's a complete three fucking 60, a complete three sixty. to say that this is the same person that I knew. 15 years ago is would be a complete understatement he's not the same person he's grown up quite a bit i was even in on the pickle boy jokes for a while because he pissed me off <laughs> I, I that that stage of my life that that 09 to 12 was a transitional stage yeah, i was bad. oh again I, I as bad as it was i liked 2009 because i was I, it was so fun I made so many that oh seven oh nine. I made so many fucking connections, and it, some of them were unhealthy. Some of them were healthy, but it was so fun because you were. I was young. I was at my peak of my teenage years, going into twenty. Fucking um, Justin Lap. I mean, it's just the Red the Wing. Whole, yeah, Red Wing. Ah. <laughs> oh, uh, um, yeah, just uh, well, uh, I'll this for you. Just hold on a second. So, Wes earned his red wings. Can you imagine? Just so. <laughs> yeah, me, man. Like, tell me you weren't dripping afterwards. Just asking. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go, Wes? <laughs> we lost Wes's video feed. There he is. Uh, uh, That's yeah, fucking times. Turn those red wings, man. That just went gangster. Hold on, we get we gotta celebrate that for a minute. I'm surprised you didn't start playing Red Rum by Lord Infamy. Oh <laughs> uh, okay, it looks like we got a new another newcomer. But we have a Johnny boy. I don't know. He would pawn the jewelry that bitches would leave behind in his fucking bar. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, like you know, they like earrings end up showing up. We're like, oh shit, I'll sell these. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The necklace. Thing, you fucking me all this jewelry. <laughs> I was a hustler from day one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you didn't come uh, to my house as a fling and leave something behind. I'm not going to call you and say if, if you want it back, I'm going to sell it. I don't care what exactly. it smelled like. That like uh, prostitute. What's that? What's that, Dizzy? That awkward moment when a prostitute loses money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, man, I'm going to say some names that you guys won't know, but Jen will. Like, you have Jessica Teff coming through. You got Kristen Teff coming through. You got sisters. Like, it was fucking great. Fucking sisters. Um, um, now they're both crackheads. Um, <laughs> um, it, was, uh, it, it was a hell of a time. But again, I was 19. You know, 
I remember this, there was a kid that his his name was Justin Lap. We shared a wall. All right. Only thing that separated our apartments was a wall and a door. Um, he had like the other side of the the uh, the uh, efficiency, but his was a little bit bigger. Um, to the point where we became really close neighbors, really close friends. To the point where that we those those uh, walls are or those doors are nailed shut usually by the landlord. We okay. took the fucking nails out and just made it one big apartment basically. So whenever I would have someone over, whatever number they were, he would yell it in the middle of the session. And I would hear her like, 22! And she was like, what is that? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, that, that or, or even worse, because I used to, because uh, I, was, I was broke, he would work third shift. So he'd sleep during the, during the day. So I'd come over to his apartment and take his fucking, his bread and his peanut butter and jelly and make my sandwiches and return the shit back. And one time I forgot to I forgot to return his peanut butter, and he she he heard me with a chick, and he knocks on the door. He goes, "Hey, um, can I get that peanut butter back? Unless you're using it with her." And I'm just like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> it's uh, yeah, well, man, if I if I could go back to those days and just just kind of relive them for twelve hours, I would, but just twelve hours because uh, yeah, twelve hours is how you can handle your life now. Oof, oof. <laughs> Um, just the amount of alcohol and the amount of irresponsible bullshit. Um, he used to walk into the road sign out front of my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking drunk. Yeah, yeah. So, Jen, yeah. Um, I'm going to tell my side. Then, if if um, he's allowed, or if you're allowed, if he allows you to tell your side of uh, of April second of 2010, Good Friday, um, the day oh, that everything hit the fan. Um, yep. I'll never forget it because I was, I was working at a factory preying a dog food and I, I, I was working third shift and I was coming home that morning. It was 8 a.m. and I'm bumping with my fucking Cavalier and I get pulled over by a state trooper um, literally 50 yards from from Jen's house, which is where I was going. And, he, and my uh, my insurance at this time is in is out of Mississippi and Mississippi. So fucking backwoods, they don't report to a database. So when I get pulled over for loud music, go fucking figure who gets pulled over for loud music. Um, this punk ass white boy. The white boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's a rapper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Kinfolk was probably playing. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> He, he runs my runs my, my info and says, you don't have insurance on this car. And I'm like, I do. Here's my insurance card here. I, I kept receipts. One thing my, my alcoholic mother always did was keep receipts. So I learned to do that. I keep a manila folder in my car with all my receipts. And I showed him my most recent receipt of my insurance. And he's like, yeah, it's not showing up in here. We got, we, we have to impound it. And I'm like, are, are you kidding me? This is my only, this is my only source of, re, you know, of transportation, getting back and forth to work. You're going to impound my car. And they did right there on the spot. And I was 50 yards from where I was going. He wouldn't let me even push the car to where I was going. And that's how that day started. This is Good Friday, April 2nd. Again, me and those fucking dates. April 2nd. Sounds like me. Yeah, dude. It was fuck, man. I think that's when I started hating Jesus. Right then and there. Fuck that guy. Like, (laughs) it just started off. I'll I'll never forget it because I was talking to Cassidy. Shout out to Cassidy as well. Cassidy Smith is 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 a girl that... Also was a, was a um, she was a uh, a picnic table park girl that was a troubled teen that used to run around completely fucking naked, um, drunk off her ass. Drunk and now, off her ass. Yeah, drunk off her ass, and now she's a grown ass woman. Um, shout hey, we out danced. Her. 
together. I'm sure you guys did. Um, <laughs> no, for real, we were yeah, dancers together. Yeah, so I, the nakedness I, never stopped. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I, I pull up, walk up to the house. Jen sees it going on and on her on her porch. And this is again, I'm out of work at 8 a.m., so I'm back there about 8:30. It's about nine o'clock by the time this is over, and I'm in a bad place, so I start drinking. And I start drinking heavily. And at this point, I'm dating my ex-wife. And she, and we're staying with Jen at this point because we're kind of homeless. And um, it's just drinking and drinking. And Jen, of course, thinks it's a good day to throw a party. Or Enoch did, her her ex-husband. Someone threw a party that day. And people are just coming yep. over, partying. And I'm, I'm drinking, 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 drinking. It's a bad day. I wake up at some point, get into a rap battle with a five-foot-two. What are you holding up? Puerto Rican. Eight. So anyways, I get into a, a this little five foot two Puerto Rican that's known for just like fighting people and have, being a hothead. So I'm I'm I wake up drunk. It's like only like 2 p.m. out of a sleep. Yeah. And we start like rap battling on the porch. I don't he remember. annihilated you. That was I, yeah. Hilarious. I don't. I don't remember much of it. I don't remember much of anything. Um, Sherry. Oh, that's okay. Love you too, girl. The Sherry. That's actually Cassidy. Um, so I'm 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 drunk off my ass, getting annihilated in a rap battle. If I remember, I like went over your porch railing or some shit like that. I, I don't know. Yep, fell like right that. over into into what did you fall into? The bushes. Those no. bushes. No. What I fall into? The tulips. Oh, the tulip! That's right. That's, that's because that ended up being a joke. How West falls into tulips. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a running yeah. joke. So I, I end up, I'm, I'm drunk as fuck, and I go back to sleep, and it's like, it's dark, seven, seven thirty, something like that. I get woken yeah, it was up like by eight o'clock. Yeah, people, people screaming, and come to find out, um, her husband, as well as the little Puerto Rican guy, they get hit by cars. Oh, by shit trying to cross the street to the convenience store. Again, we live in a small town where there's one main road and almost, you know, every fucking, uh, almost every, uh, every house, there's one road off of that main road. So to go to the convenience store, you walk a football field away, cross one street, go to the convenience store and go back to your house. And there was an old lady that just wasn't paying attention and mowed them down April's or an old mom. man. Yeah. Oh, was it so April's mom? April's okay. mom. Yep. So, um, it's, it was bad because I woke up and I'm hearing it's bad. You know, these guys got hit by cars. This is bad. And I'm drunk. Like what the fuck is happening? And that, that led into a lot where homeboy got his head pretty fucked up. He tried to fight the EMTs, he tried to fight the cops, whatever it was. Cause he was very anti, anti LEO. He, he was very, very anti LEO. Uh, I'm talking yeah. about, is it, I mean, who am I talking Fredo. about? Fredo. Fredo. Yeah, I'm talking about Fredo, Stephanie. Um, yeah. so it's funny. I, I described him. She knew exactly who it was. Um, <laughs> so, um, that was a really, really his rough leg night. was wrapped up or clean across his fucking chest. He snapped his leg in two different fucking places. That was nasty. Yeah. So, yeah. I, nasty. I, Good Friday starts off with, um, oh, and, and on that day, I went to my would-be best man's um, um, uh, going away party because he was in the Marines and he's getting shipped off to Iraq or Afghanistan. Afghanistan. He's going to Afghanistan. So, uh, yeah, that's what happened one of the times I woke up. So woke up. So this is that that Good Friday starts off with um, that's that's funny. Uh, Good Friday starts off with me getting car my car impounded, car impounded, absolutely hammered, drunk, get annihilated in a fucking rap battle, fall into some fucking tulips. Then I ride into a van, go up. You said rap battle. 
Can you tell me who that is? <laughs> Look how skinny I was. Jesus Christ. That's disgusting. Look how skinny I was. But uh but yeah, black but good good Friday sucked, you know. I went to my buddy's going away party, he's going to Afghanistan, all his fa- friends and family are there, like giving him thanks, and there I am, not able to walk straight. Don't remember any of it. I don't remember a fucking thing. I just remember riding there and then riding back. We stopped at the um we stopped at a uh, uh cemetery. Who did we visit at that? Was that no, Skelly? Was it wasn't Skelly? Skelly at the time. No, on no. Academy Street. Who's buried well, on Academy Skelly's Street? Skelly's there. Skelly's there, but Skelly wasn't passed yet. No, and yes, he was. Skelly passed before I met. Oh met yeah, Skelly Ashley. did pass. Before so that's probably yeah. yeah so so it was before yes. So we did go and see him first. Yeah, yeah. I remember that, and then and then I came home. Jingling on the grave. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then and then I went back home. And then uh, when I went back home after that, that's when uh, I woke up and all the hell broke loose. So, yeah, it was not a good Friday. Um, that was another another start of getting pushed right back to rock bottom. Um, my car's gone. I lost my job because I couldn't go to work that next day. Um, I'll never forget it. My ex-wife, bless her fat ass heart. She got her teeth pulled out. She got a couple teeth pulled out and she got some she got some pills. She got some pills. And she sold every one of those goddamn pills so we can get my car out <laughs> because she didn't have a car. So nope. she's, so she went through the pain and um, we sold those pills to little crackheads around Westfield and, and got my car. And out literally at that same exact weekend, we had to move out of our house. Yes. I remember that. That's when you started hotel hopping. Yep. Yep. I do remember that. And that again, yep. Jen and I started going through a hard time right around those same times. And, and, you know, before, yep. and, and before it's all said and done, you know, Jen's, you know, um, um, she's involved in the wedding. Um, you know, it, it was a little bit of, little bit of good came out of that situation. Not much, but a little bit of good, but that, that's just another time where I was, I was flat on my face. Didn't expect to be where I'm at now. Um, I shouldn't have been where I'm at now. I was going to be another statistic of a kid in, of Westfield, mm-hmm. New York, um, that wasn't going to do a goddamn thing with his life. I was so mad when you came back. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, you idiot? Bad, bad. uh, It it, it sucked. You leave, you stay the fuck gone. You don't come back to this shithole. New York is literally the asshole of the planet. Yeah, I agree. In in every aspect of an asshole. Yeah. New York sucks. (laughs) It is the asshole of the planet. What's that disease? Worse now with the new governor. I visit. Oh, fuck that bitch. (laughs) <laughs> fuck her. I can't stand New York. I can't fucking stand. Oh, I can't. I can't stand it. Don't even get me started. <laughs> that will blow the shit well, we're not talk about the governor of New York because we could go. When I'm on all these social media platforms, that's when I might get bananaed. So we're gonna hold off on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won't. I don't want you to. I don't want you to lose your lose your podcast because uh, this, it would not be good. Like I'd have the FBI knocking on my fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> the silence in the street lately on social media, it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of goddamn pansies, liberal fucking retards running this fucking country right now. Preach. <laughs> Emotional, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to fast forward again. We're back in Florida, right? Yep. Yep. But before we do that, we're going to do a quick uh, little commercial where I oh, can Jesus do Christ. that nicotine. I can't do that here, right? So... 
Number one, first, let me let everybody know if you like this show and you want to help support us, go over to nofilterradio.net where we um, have a forum where you can help give us show ideas or even be a guest on the show. Or we now sell T-shirts, which is kind of cool. I still don't have any of that many good designs. I'm working on them. But I'm going to do a little Patreon, little pretty little plug that I do, which buys me a minute to get a couple puffs and just a little commercial. It's kind of a gay-ass commercial because I really suck at recording these things. But here we go. Be right back. Oh, the crack one, crackhead one was pretty damn good. The crackhead one's nice. That was great. It's too short. That was epic. It's too that short. I can't play it. It's like 30 seconds. Dude, my door takes me 30 seconds to get to. So you got to you gotta compile a bunch of TikTok videos where it you know, has all over fucking That's Brandon a, and yeah, all man. that fun stuff. You know, right? let's go Brandon, guys. Right. Let's go Brandon. <laughs> oh, wait, now, now I got to play this audio. God damn you. I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> favorite audio what can i say Jesus Christ. all right now let me get this my little little plug out of the way here real quick this is a good time if you need to go pee pee go pee pee <laughs> what is going on no filter radio nation hey it's your host here marchy i got some exciting news for you if you head over right now to nofilterradio.net and click on the patreon link here's how you can support the podcast that's right five dollars off of patreon we'll go ahead and patreon on patreon oh sorry patreon for five dollars a month on patreon we'll give you a shout out on one episode each month with your name or help even a podcast if you run your own podcast and if you got a business and website you want to get promoted Go to the next level up and $10 a month. We'll get your business website or whatnot right on the show. <laughs> or fuck it. If you just want yourself some no filter radio swagger, then $20 a month will get you some swag every quarter. That's right, t shirt, ring print, poster, and stickers. These are all the ways that you can support us. And when you don't want to do Patreon, we understand. Yeah, I'm done vaping. My battery's dead. Damn it. It died. Yeah. I, I grabbed like puffs in it. I only got like three puffs and it died and I cried. Oh, is your vagina <laughs> dripping? Right. <laughs> At least like I'm just hitting off the vape though. I'm not earning my red wings like Wes. No. <laughs> Oh well. Did, did, did somebody give you a pair of red wings, Wes? What? Didn't somebody <laughs> give you a pair of red wings? Like in the literal sense? The, yeah, the fucking pin. I think I, I don't. Why do I remember there being a fucking pin? Might have been fucking. I don't know. I did a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> I remember shit. Levi. I remember Levi Davis fucking. You know, bragging about how he earned. Oh my god, this is. <laughs> you guys were. Like, oh. yeah. He ain't working out. Yes. In the beginning, we were we we're, we're in Florida now. You're at your low. You're at Verizon. Verizon uh, fucking switched over to different ownerships. Now you're making shit money. You started up your business doing plasti dip. And then, but here's the thing. So you're doing Plasti Dip, right? You're making this money. You're making bank. And then you turn around and, oh, son of a bitch. So you turn around now and now you're at where you're with this woman, my cousin, for X amount of years where you guys have had your ups and downs there as well. I believe you even hit rock bottom at one point during that relationship. Twice. And, and, and then you guys are now engaged congratulations thank you 
and you buy this fucker. Yep. Mm. You went from being dirt poor to owning a fucking McLaren. Yep. And I think that's where I've got a lot of the people that are in my show right now that are listening going, how the fuck does this guy own a McLaren? Number one, he doesn't have kids. Even though we yep. all harass him to adopt a kid. Good night. I... <laughs> but you do do a lot of stuff for kids. There, there's a picture of you where you actually gave a few kids a ride in the car, especially one kid. It was his dream car. and You gave him a ride around in the car. And you made his father's day. His father is also a service member, if I'm not mistaken. And you you gave his kid a ride in the McLaren. Scoot your mic back just a little bit. You're getting some boom. You're getting some boom. It's a boom mic, man. <laughs> Is that better for you? Yeah. Too basic. So, yeah, Wes, you're like, you're stunned. You're just looking at the car. I think you're Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a hell of a ride, man. I, I really never thought selling drugs would get me here, but it's, it's <laughs> really great, you know. <laughs> You know, with how cheap heroin is, man, I didn't think the pandemic would get me to where it is. But, man, there's a lot of fucking retards out there. And as long as there's needles, there is profit. So, actually, someone did send me a message, um, but obviously it doesn't show because they're listening on my personal stream. And, and so they weren't on the no filter. And it says. How does what feel about COVID-19, the Omicron virus in the world? Oh. Okay, wait a minute. Nope, this is about this right here. What's up, Cole? Oh, okay, yeah. So that's a wrestling's been a passion of mine that's that starts back with my father and I, uh, as a child sitting on his lap watching wrestling on, on a Saturday night, and it's always been a passion of mine. And, um, it's it's come to a fruition where it's never been a thing where I've always been a fan, I never thought I'd be a, a professional wrestler, and now it it just came to a point in my life where as you, as you guys know, I'm always doing new things. Um, I'm either doing the prank calls. Um, I'm, uh, hunting pedophiles. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Kind of like yourself, Mark, how you end up being a Jack of all trades. You try to do all these different things. Um, and oh, I'm a, a fucking good. stock, you know, dirt track racer, um, all these different things that I've, I've tried to do. And, um, my, my cousin's a 20 year veteran and it, it came to a point where, uh, I hit him up and asked him, um, get me into this. And it took about a year for him to take me, take me seriously uh, and really get me into it. And man, I'll, I'll tell you what I've, I enjoy every moment of it. Um, there is a, a time that this douchebag, <laughs> there, 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 there was, you know, when, when you start out doing it, you know, you really have to question your just uh, testinal fortitude and how much you want it. But man, i I love it, man. It's, it's, it's kept me in a good direction. It's, it's helped my, helped me get in better shape. Um, it's, it's given me something to look forward to. Cause I'll tell you what, sometimes when you have depression, when you have anxiety, you, you wake up, sometimes you don't have anything to really look forward to. You could have everything in the world. You can have your own house. You can have a McLaren. You can have a fiance. You can have two dogs, whatever it is. You wake up. If you don't if have you, something for yourself, if you yeah. don't have something to look forward to that day, that can be a really bad day. Mm -hmm. And pro wrestling gives me something that I can look forward to damn near every day. Um, and that's what work does for me as well. Cause I, I like making money. So I, professional wrestling has been really good for me. And, uh, I, I plan on continuing to follow that passion as long as I can. Now, where are you playing? Where are you planning on taking that passion? You want to try going to, what is it? The WWE? I or? mean, it, it, 
I would never set a ceiling for myself. Um, I've never have in my life and I won't now. Of course, that's always the goal. You know, you don't do something like this. Just say, oh, yeah, I'm going to beat the shit out of my body just so I can uh, perform in front of 200 people in a gymnasium. Now, I would love to reach the pinnacle, uh, but it's also starting off at 30 years old uh, with the odds definitely stacked against me. And with there being thousands of independent wrestlers in the country, um, if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. I'm going to work my ass off towards it. It's different from owning a business and failing and, and just giving up. Um, I would take that a hell of a lot more personally than not becoming a worldwide name known in the professional wrestling industry. However, I'm still going to work my ass off and get my name out there. Um, and so that people will know my name. So, right. Well, I know one of the best ways to get your names out there as a wrestler is not being a pansy when it comes to hot sauce. <laughs> You know what you did to my asshole, Mark? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, somebody who posted a picture on Facebook with a sweat coming off his eyes saying, I believe I'm going to be hospitalized with this hot sauce. My my colon looked like a dude that's been in jail for 40 years. It was bleeding. My pregnant wife took a teaspoon of that, had no reaction. Well, good for her. That baby's fucking feeling it, though, still. Well, see, the thing is, with Wes's hot sauce, Oof. it was special blend not only was it my homemade recipe Oof. i also added in a few different extracts as well so his hot sauce probably equaled out about 20 mil scovilles holy shit. i don't think i ever told him about this so now as you're looking at his face he's probably like you're a fucking dick <laughs> but he never knew that it was, and it was given to him secretly too he didn't know he was ingesting the hot sauce until he ate it I think it was pizza, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Mark is a dick. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll tell I you like what. It. I, I, like I, that was the first time in my life with all the drinking that I've done. Okay. Never did I get sick enough where I had to sit and duck at the same fucking time. <laughs> and that, that hot sauce had me in a way that like. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm surprised I didn't get hemorrhoids. Like, that was a bad, that was a bad couple days. I felt like I had the flu. I mean, it, it cleaned my system the fuck out for like two or three days. I was up in bed shivering, but hot as hell. Like, it was, it was bad, man. It was, that was a rough ride. That's as bad as Brittany, Brittany giving me edibles without telling me they're edibles. When I, when I got oh the call and, and, and telling me how bad you were, I kind of felt bad. I was hoping I didn't kill you. That's why I told her, well, make sure he drinks milk. Take some stuff that oozes stomach. <laughs> but fuck, man. Yeah, man. You you got well, a little rape the up. And then you ate the brittle. You and Brittany came over to my house and you ate the brittle. So I fucked up with the brittle, okay? <laughs> I I try to be a hard ass with this peanut brittle. And he gave us a baggie and took it home. And Brittany ate a little bit. She's like, that's hot. And there's there's <laughs> like these little pieces in the baggie. I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna eat the whole goddamn bag horrible idea horrible idea again straight fucking fisted right up the fucking prostate bro like it was just sit and spin like that fuck man that sucked um yeah it's not as much as the going down it's the coming out part that is just it's no, just you're, you're you're pretty intelligent coming from where you've come from and being where you're at that has to like show some sign of intelligence coming from where you come from but when does this stupidity stop when it comes to putting foreign things in your mouth <laughs> and that doesn't stop 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting the hot stuff in your mouth. You got red wings. Does she know other stories of stuff that went in your mouth? Oh, the man. foreign objects, the the foreign substances. Listen, I, my is my it, down, is it like a childhood trauma that we didn't get to discuss? It's, a, it's my kryptonite is food, man. You you put food in front of me that looks good. I'm gonna eat it. Would you? I'm gonna get it hard too, but oh my god! Ever eat seasoned crickets? Yes. No. Good yeah. shit. Yes, and scorpion. Scorpion. I've tried scorpion. I've heard the crickets are quite crunchy. Um, one of my employees that uh, tried getting me to eat the crickets, I wouldn't touch it. It's actually, wow. they're actually very good. Yeah, oh, they are. Yeah, they're yeah I'm, I stick to ha- hot dogs and hamburgers and fries. Of course, process shit. You would. Yeah, because I know at least I know I'm going to wake up in the morning without my asshole bleeding. That's, There's a special that's, message for you on the screen. Yeah, I see that. John Tibbetts <laughs> is distraught. He's still trying to find his feet. He is. For those who are listening. <laughs> Apple and Spotify and so forth that are listening to the show versus watching it. We are broadcasting live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, uh, as well as Rumble. And we're broadcasting audio on Podbean. Uh, but we have things that are popping up on the screen, as well as people asking questions in the Podbean. So John Tibbs just posted, I heard Wes wears pink panties and only eats sweet and sour sauce. He can't handle the heat. Listen, man, mustard's too hot for me. I am the definition of a white kid, all right? Like, my mom didn't season my food. Like she couldn't afford adobo. Like I got fucking chicken, chicken and, and fucking mashed potatoes and corn every damn night. With you know, made sure there's milk in the house. God damn it! But I didn't know what the fucking seasoning was. No, uh, you really honestly didn't. You were afraid to eat a lot of the food that I fucking made. Yeah, man. Like I didn't. I didn't know any of that shit. So yeah. Okay. Again, you know, growing up in a weird fucking household, you know, with a mother that doesn't, you know, she doesn't season her food, but oh. she seasons her vodka. Like it's it's. That and everything came with a side of tuna. Yeah, exactly. Weird childhood, guys. Weird <laughs> fucking childhood. Here's the thing about men and hot shit. All right. Our minds are so fucked up that eating hot shit sends a shock to us saying, oh, fuck, we need to survive this. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Thinking about the fucked up shit we had in our head in the first place. Yep. Oh, for sure. Like even before it hits my tongue, I think about the repercussions. Like it's too late. Like it's it's there, and I think what's going to happen in an hour? I'm fucked. If you have, that's why women live longer. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, I don't I don't do I don't do hot shit. Uh, I made the mistake of eating twenty million Scoville units for the first time, mind you. Never before. Never. I sign a waiver, and then. 24 hours take a uh, 24 hours later take a plane ride back to, to Texas from California. Oh no 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 no! That entire plane ride, no was hell no, in the latrine. That's like like we went up to Maine this past July, and Mark's like, "Oh, try this hot sauce." I knew I had a fucking plane to catch that night. God damn right, I'm not touching a fucking thing you give me. Oh, this is gonna be great. Go ahead, keep talking. No, no, I, I'm just saying, I, no way in hell I was going to touch that. No way in hell. I've, I've learned my lesson. And uh, don't take anything from him or, or Brittany, because anything that Brittany gives me has fucking weed in it. <laughs> and without telling me, or it has THC in it. And I have no tolerance at all for, for THC. So when you eat three edibles with 200 milligrams a piece and you don't even smoke weed, you turn into fucking Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> for fucking 24 hours. Oh, fucking boy. 24 hours of that shit, man. So, 
John, number one, oh, I just gotta get this. John Tibbetts. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna say agree to that. So I will sing this song to that what you just posted. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Because I really crazy. wish we were number 22 on Spotify. I really do. But we are only three months old. But I will say we are getting 600 downloads right now a month. So I'm fucking excited nice. for that. That's nice. amazing. We are moving That's up. But I, I've, I've got some information Rock. here Good. that it's time to explain that picture. So Wes is looking a little scared what, now. What, no, what, no, what, what picture? Uh, I've not seen gonna, the picture. Wow, you got to give me one second here. And then how the fuck can you say I'm scared? You got to get again on your game. What what picture? Oh, oh my fucking god! <laughs> What's oh, the, the look on my face? Explain that, Graham. Explain so, that. Picture. For one, I'm I'm bloated as fuck because it's the holidays and I'm eating a bunch of shit I shouldn't eat. Um, look, you're taking a shit standing up, to be honest. Well, with I'm you. wearing shit, and that's the reason why. It's I'm I'm wearing shit. You know, it it was a, it was a a gag gift. He from... looks like someone just rubbed shit under on his top lip, and he's having <laughs> a really hard time processing the smell. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I was I was wearing shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was it was a gag gift from Britney's sister's boyfriend, or of course, you know, most people up in Maine, um, they um, I don't know if it's autism or if it's cerebral <laughs> palsy or whatever it is, but they're all Patriots fans, and uh, it was it was it was a fun little gag gift. It actually fit me quite well. I rocked it for that day. I got a I I got a little bit of ketchup on it too. Um, it's probably stained. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 John, we will not be having nudity on our podcast. I'm sorry to tell you. Yet we're almost. This there. is the wrong oh, boy that could get scary if Wes keeps drinking that bottle. Obviously, but we're coming up to another one. You know, Wes was talking about edibles. Mm. Hold on. Yeah, that was a rough, <laughs> that was a rough day. Pick here, Wes. Yeah, so that was given 600 milligrams without being told. <laughs> That's not a lot. Uh, it is really when you don't I mean, probably do the That's same thing. Really not a lot. Yeah, you well, look like. Oh boy, I've got a lot of pictures coming in right now. He does yeah, man. Smoke, he ingest. <laughs> yeah, man. I was that put me in a different realm. Like I was, I was on the other side. It was like the fucking Stranger Things, man. I was on the on the <laughs> other side. Like it was bad again. Like puking. I, I after after I ate that pizza, I would sit up and puke. Um, I was dry heaving to the point where I was damn near just fucking masturbating, trying to make it fucking go away. Like I was doing anything I could to make that shit <laughs> fade. And uh, it it wasn't. I learned real quick that when you're when you're fucked up on edibles, there's no it's not like alcohol where you can eat and drink some water and kind of mellow out and get yourself sober. You're along for the fucking ride, brother. Like oh, you are, you're the there devil's just take you on one hell of a ride. Yeah, it it's 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 bad. And Cassidy says, "I'm sorry, everybody has assaulted your stomach." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my stomach was assaulted like a motherfucker. There, Jen, what are you doing? You chewing on your eating your hand? Are you poor again? I see some of your skin's gone there. What what happened, Jen? Why don't you tell the world what the fuck happened to your hand? You there? I'm gonna bring it. Oh, she's having issues. You got a question by John Tibbetts. I'm gonna pull up another picture. Yeah. Jen, what'd you do to your yeah, hand? It popped off. No, what happened to your hand, Jen? What happened to your hand? Yeah, that. Yeah. Why? Why do you look like fucking roast beef? What happened there? Why is it? Uh, it's uh, propane. Prop. Oh, you got to burn. Propane. Oh, oh. So you're doing. You're making meth. 
Is that what we're doing yes. now? They blow Mass. up? <laughs> Mass. Absolutely not. Yeah, I drive a $67,000 fucking Yukon Denali because I'm a mess head. So this picture. <laughs> yes, this picture. Please explain. This was for a good cause. We raised some money, and if we raised, I think it was like a hundred bucks or something like that for a good cause. I would, I would let Brittany do makeup on me, and that's what we did. Uh, it was for a good cause to uh, to raise. Why were there forty one fucking people watching that at that time? Jesus Christ! Um, again, that was the times where I was doing stupid shit for social media. I mean, looking pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah, that was, that was pretty rough. bossy there. Wow. Were you there for a new set of red wings during this one? Uh, bro, I don't know what Yeesh. I was ready for. I you did, know, I, I, you're I, not going to ride out on this red wings one. I, they, they're going to regret ever telling me that one there, Wes. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> fucking pennies, bro. Pennies. Um, it's 22 now, so it, everything's yeah. acceptable. Yeah, and I, it, was, it was 10 years. I mean, no, now it's shit. That happened 12 years ago now. Fuck, we're getting old. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Um, this is That's 12 years ago. Holy shit. That's the first and last time I ever stayed at that motel. Um, named a through the throughway motel for a reason. Um, so, this motherfucker. <laughs> I think you know where I'm getting these pictures from by now. So, so, uh, <laughs> story behind that. All right. Time, I guess. For those who are listening on Podbean and so forth, there's a picture right now. Show, it looks like West looking, I don't like, like a serial killer. Fred Durst. Like a tattoo that's on a back that looks like Wes. Yeah. So yeah. there's a story. There's a story behind that. It's 2014. Uh, I'm going to my cousin's 30th birthday. It's a, it's a gorgeous restaurant. I'm told to dress casual. To them, casual was a nice button down in jeans. I wore a shirt that said to beer or not to beer. That's the question. I looked like a fucking retard walking into there. I had a backwards hat with the goatee. My other cousin, her brother, we're sitting at a table. I'm shy at this point. It's really, really attractive waitresses. I'm single. I don't like I'm, I'm out of my realm at this point. And he is like, he's a built guy. He's a pro wrestler. He looks good. He can, he can pick up any of those. And he goes, Hey, you think she's cute? I'm like, fuck. Yeah, she's cute. And he calls over this chick. I'm like, Oh no. And he goes, she goes, he goes, Hey, you know, how's your, how's your day doing? You're doing really good at your job uh, by any chance. Uh, are you taken? So first she thinks that he's hitting on her and he's like, no, I'm not. He goes, oh, okay, well, I want you to meet my cousin. And she looks at me and I look at her. I'm like, Oh fuck. Just please play along. Please play along. And, uh, Standing there, and she goes, uh, are, are you a Limbiscuit fan? She goes, Yeah, they're from here from Jacksonville. And she goes, and he goes, you know Fred Durst, right? And she goes, Yeah. He goes, Well, this is his stunt double. <laughs> and, 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 and like it's backwards. She's like, this is dread first. And I oh, it was like I turned beet red. And uh yeah, that's where that kind of came along. Gotcha. Yep, yep. I do have that. Yeah, I look like my mother. <laughs> you look like your mother? With the bags under my eyes and everything. Oh boy! Old. Old. Why are we doing another compare? I guess we got a secondary comparison of this picture. Who is sending you this shit now? Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh my that's god! It. Yeah, that is that. That's it. That's the one. Yeah, take it to the Matthews Bridge. Yeah, that's it. Shut up. <laughs> what question, John? What question? What, what, will Wes be willing to marry Brit on this podcast to save a couple ducats? For one, is ducats? What the fuck is ducats? All right. <laughs> Two, you know what? For you broke bastards that can't make it to Florida um, to attend the wedding, uh, we will sure we'll have Mark live stream it from this the comfy area of his chair that he'll be sitting. 
Yeah, I don't know where the fuck you're finding this at this point. These are are photos I haven't seen in years. (laughs) I got connections right now, Wes. I've got connections. These are photos I haven't seen in years. Hey, Mark, you can dig. uh, (laughs) So that's the loft days. For those asking about the loft, when Brittany and I met, I had a downtown loft right in the heart of Jacksonville, and it was beautiful. It looked over the city, and it looked over – it looked – well, it was underneath the city, and it was over the fucking homeless crackheads. So I'm, I'm hovering a mouse over this Hitler-looking one. You, you got something to explain about the Hitler? I'm gonna get canceled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We're gonna get canceled. Let's not explain. Let's just say that there's a picture of Wes that looks like he looks dressed up as Hitler. I I don't know, man. I mean, shit. That was seven years ago. Do you much alcohol and how many fucking nut houses I've been in since then? <laughs> I know. I, I I vaguely remember the night. Um, it was uh. Yeah, that was fun. It was for a good cause. It was for a good cause. For a good cause. And yeah. then we got the, the lip smacking thing going on here. Is yeah. this eyeliner on your eyes over here? I, I don't even fucking know what was put on me, man. It could have been cow shit. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> I think I'm good on the pictures right now until I get some more. I've asked for some more incriminating pictures, so hopefully I'll get them in. Oh, wonderful. So just for, no, if anybody's listening right now and you know West. And here you comes have- another charge. If you have some dirty <laughs> pictures there that you want, or embarrassing pictures of West, that oh, would fuck. be great to show on the screen. There's please. not many embarrassing. There's, there's not, not too many that's embarrassing. You don't get embarrassed too easy. That's what you say. Well, th- well, there's not much out there that's left. Uh, most of that's on MySpace. <laughs> don't get into that, son of a bitch. What, what's your? Well, uh, hold on now. Has your profile exist on MySpace? We're I, only I, targeting Wes. We yeah. have one other member on the panel here. Uh oh! Oh shit! That, 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 yeah, 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 hold on. Let me do some digging. God damn it. Uh, okay. I'm my space right now. Where's that picture of the double dildo that reached your mouth? Where's that one? <laughs> my space. Actually, I just typed in myspace.com for shit. Do we have the spicy link for this? <laughs> MySpace is nothing but music artists. Now. No. Yeah, MySpace. No. All your personal pages are gone on MySpace now. All it's MySpace. It, it sucks because yeah. I have so many memories that were on there from high school. But you're a rapper. Yeah. Yeah, I had, I had my my music. Page I have on a there. nasty feedback right now, and I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you're lagging a little bit. I just typed in your full name. I'm I'm curious. So yeah, I just typed in your full name on MySpace. The thing I, is about Tom, he showed us basic HTML coding, collected yeah. his bag, and dipped. Like I have my my MySpace page here, but when you go to photos, it's only my one photo. Oh, okay. Um, it's just what was the the profile photo and shit. I'll I'll show that. Oh, I was cute as fuck. Um, shut up, Jen. Um, let me see. It's not pulling up, but yeah, if you do MySpace.com/slash icy white thirty five, um, that that was my MySpace, and unfortunately, um, yeah. That isolation now, shit follows me. Something you can do actually. MySpace uh put all of your photos on Google. And so you can type in your name on Google. Yeah, I don't And know it'll pull up idea. all those old videos, even though MySpace was shut down. That's probably not a good idea to do. I'm very <laughs> oh, I'm gonna bring this up on screen. This is a very interesting icy white song it's titled when you come home oh yeah that was like a fucking military song that i fucking wrote at like the age of 14 we're, we're gonna bring this in because you, 
You made that We Deep Peeps for Skelly, too. Yeah, that was on fucking MySpace, and it's all gone. I had so much good shit on there. Bring down the computer audio because it seems like Icy White's music is quite loud. You, you want something good? That Here, I'll send you a good one. That one sucks. Oh, well, no, we're going to play it. That's why we're playing these ones. You know. I'll, 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 let me send you a fucking good one at least. Stole the cadence, but that's okay. Where's the good one? She fucking knocked that out. I'll stop this. When you come home, this is when like auto tune was the shit. Do you know the do you know the screen right here? This picture that we've got in the video. I can't hear you. Thank God. The Marine in the video. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was my buddy, the one that I went to his going away party and completely was hammered. I'm here wondering what you're doing, wishing that I was there. The background behind this song is like his, it, these were le- literal lyrics that his wife gave me. And she's like, I want you to turn this into a song. And, um, and, and it's kind of cool. He's, she's still, uh, she's still with him. So that's the background behind that. But here, if you're going to play anything here, let me get, let me get you this one real quick. If I, if you're going to play anything, that one, that one's lame. Um, <laughs> let me, let me get you a, a, a good one. All right. Um, can we get back to my story though, instead of just embarrassing me? No, no, because this is fun. The radio turns into Wesley. Yeah, off of the story, we chit chat with you about a little bit. We find out your success. We see where your success went. You're you're a guy who went from living in his car, hitting his downloads, rised above the occasion. Now owns a great money making business, and owns a fucking McLaren. Oh, battery low. Does he had to leave? And, and you did some rapping, which I never knew about the whole rapping music stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, we were there. We, we've hit the prime of the podcast. Now we're going to jump into what we call pod decks. All Have right. you ever listened to my podcast before? Uh, no, because I'm, I'm rarely on a computer. Why? Because I work. Well, I work, too. Mm. I work nights, though. And I have once in a while, a couple of days off. I have your cousin to take care of. I don't have time for this. I have a dependent. I have five kids I take care of. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying I got to stop drinking now? <laughs> With all this said, folks, we are right now an hour and 44 minutes into the show. For those of you listening in on Podbean, it may end on you within about 15 minutes. This is the time in my show where I open up the floor. I allow more people into the podcast. So if you'd like to join in, feel free to click on the link. I will show it right now into the chat where you can come in and talk to Wes or talk to myself, ask questions uh, live on air. And for those who are listening on TikTok, if you'd like to jump in, go ahead and send me a guest request and we'll get you. Oh, she put it out as well. Where'd you go? There's a lag. I'm going to lag. Oh, okay. She's coming back in. She lagged out. Cool. For those of you in TikTok, if you want to join in, send me a guest request and I'll bring you in. Um, but yeah, we have this uh, thing. West, you're going to be able to pick the topic. Okay. I'll at least give you the topic uh, that you can pick. This is when we really start picking your brain a little bit and have you answer some questions that even I don't control. Okay. All right. So I have icebreakers, which gets kind of in depth. Um, I also have how dare you. 
Year review of 2021. I have what the fuck. True crime. Consp uh, we've already done conspiracy theories on the show. We have ghost hunters. Mental health. Entrepreneurial secrets. Globe trotter. Royal rumble, which I would be lost in that one. This or that. Or. Looking for one here. So I get new to pick year, new you. I, I get to I get to pick these. You get to pick which category. Let's do the um what what's the ghost hunter one or what 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 was that? That was just called ghost hunters. Okay, let's let's do that one. Wanna do that one? Yeah, because this sounds like it could be off the wall. It, it could be. I just gotta find it now. <laughs> so yeah, what it is this podcast. I got it. It helps me out like when the podcast starts going a little bit slower. What I mean, we can probably go on for hours by the time freaking story so we kind of break away and then we join in on this other stuff we're gonna bring jennifer in again hey yeah. jennifer welcome back so we're doing what we call pod decks basically this is a random deck of cards i don't control the questions the questions pop up on my screen and i ask him yeah, you get the answer west chose the category ghost hunters great well what we have here now is a ghost hunter category <laughs> so what what's been your best ghost hunting experience I didn't have to hunt for it. It came to me. It came to you. Interesting. Yeah. Great. yeah. Um, fuck, man. You live with my you live with my mom. And you see a lot of shit that you can't believe is real. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, but when it in in all seriousness, uh, I I had a um, as not as much of a of, of a ghost, but a a sign of the afterlife. Um, it gives me chills this day when I'm thinking about it. Um, it's right after my dad died. It's uh, it's on my birthday. Um, he died October 9th of 2013. This happens on February 12th of twenty of uh, 2014. Um, it's a rough day for me. It's my first birthday without my dad. Those first holidays with a with a a, pa a loved one that's passed away really sucks. I'm I'm bawling my eyes out driving my, myself uh, to work, and a car slowly drives up by me on the interstate and it's a yellow Camaro with black racing stripes. My dad owned the same car. Purely a coincidence. Okay, cool. It made me think of him though. 30 minute drive to work. So I get to work. I put it all in the back of my hand and start working. Um, a customer comes in and uh, he's a he's a previous customer of mine and he was texting me. Um, I saw him a phone and he needed some help and I said, sorry, my dad passed away. I'm, I'm not at the store. So he came in on my birthday unannounced um, wearing a Harley Davidson jacket that my dad also owned, um, came in and wanted to say he was sorry for my loss. And I said, you know, that's really cool timing. Today's my birthday as well. And if, he gave me a birthday present. Granted, it was a switchblade. So fucking random. But he gave me some, all right, that's kind of cool, I guess. Um, so that was like, all right, I got to see my dad's car. And now this guy's wearing my dad's jacket. And then um, we're starting to wrap it up for the day. And this guy comes in maybe two or three minutes before we close a uh, uh, larger gentleman. He comes in and um, he walks in and he needs some stuff done to his account. And my dad was a truck driver. I'll start off there. And this guy's a truck driver. And uh, he, he comes in and we're talking a little bit about it. We're talking about trucks. And he's like, oh, you know, I have, he tells me the make and model of the truck. And I'm like, oh, my, my dad had that same make and model. Not that, you know, out there because it, it's a common make and model. So his password to his account on Verizon, you have a four-digit PIN. The four-digit PIN was 9080. 
which ironically was the number to my dad's truck. Every semi has an identification number on the hood. Um, 9080, that was my dad's truck when he owned his own truck um, when I was younger. So at this point, I'm like, all right, this is fucking weird. Uh, you have a truck that looks identical to my dad's and it's the same number. Granted, it's not the same company. So I'm like, all right, this is, this is kind of creeping me out at this point. Do what I got to do. All right. He keeps me about 15 to 20 minutes beyond the time that I would have left and went, went home. Okay. So I'm at the store longer than I typically would be. So I leave the store, um, been an emotional ride for me. Um, I'm driving, driving, and the company that my mom and my stepmom and dad drove for, uh, they make runs to uh, runs to Florida from Memphis and all different areas. And I saw one of their company trucks and saw the company truck go by and uh, I texted my stepmom and I was like, hey, I just saw uh, one of the company trucks. Um, my stepmom and my dad knew all the drivers. So I was like, hey, uh, who drives? I've, I've got the number of this truck. This was after my dad sold this truck. It was like 6017 or something like that. My like, hey, who drives 6017? He just passed me. And my mom goes, what? I'm like, who drives 6017? And I'm driving, driving, looking at my phone. And she goes, Wes, that's your dad's old truck before he died. And I lost it right there. Um, I just pulled over at that point and bawled my eyes out. The um, messages come when you need them the most. Yeah, man. It, it was, it was, it was, it's, you know, the car thing, you know, Camaros were a diamond dozen. The guy came in with a jacket. It was a Harley Davidson sack. Okay. The guy comes in with the, with the password. And I'm like, all right, that's getting a little creepy. And then having my dad's truck you know, literally passed by me, the truck that he drove right before he passed away, the last semi he drove that it, it got to the point where I just had to pull over and scream. I just had to get it all out. So that I not really ghost hunting, but that was paranormal as fuck. Right. And it was it was an experience that happened. Now we're going on seven years ago that I will never forget. Um, and that's why, you know, when people try to, you know, try to say that, you know, oh, that shit doesn't, you know, doesn't exist. Fuck you. That that exists. That's that's too many coincidences in a row to say that it doesn't. If you exist. take life as a concept of energy, we're all energy here in the present or the past. Yeah. Um, it, the energy, the energy never goes away. Yeah, it um, it, it was it was rough. I mean, it, it was it was it was just a super emotional day already. Um, it it's it's something I'll never forget though, and I'm glad. That's awesome. Yeah, they definitely like that. Just goes back into the side too of like the parallel dimensions that we could possibly live in. That's a whole another story. We had an episode about that where we're talking about saying, imagine that there really isn't a heaven or a hell per se. It's just a parallel universe. We're living in a matrix. Yeah. We die in what we call the physical world. All it is is someone finally pulling the plug to our store plug. and, and we're waking up somewhere else somewhere in the life that we're starting over on that end. Like mm -hmm. this is our VR. This is our VR. And what's on the other side is what's truly the real life. It's easier to believe if you ask me. It is very easy to believe because you really think of what's happening currently right now and what we see going on in the world. It's almost as if someone is playing mind fuck games. So it's okay, let's throw this spin in and now see what happens. How do they interact? And then it's like yep. someone back there is taking notes. Hmm, okay. This is yeah. how they handle that. So this is how we might have to try to resolve the situation here on this end. Yep. It's just some of the weird conspiracy theories that you can think of and just wonder could it be real? Is there a possibility yeah. it could be real? Well, think of all the conspiracy theories that everybody thought was a conspiracy theory that is now becoming truth. Right. Yeah. That is true. Or the other factor is what if the world we're living in is also the world that somebody else is living in? 
So the house that you're sitting in, so we have like these ghost experiences, right? And parallel. Yeah. Parallel. Yeah. Here talking and stuff like that. As you're above like, and so oh. below shit. But yep. you're sitting in here and there could be another family in that same house or your house could be a grocery store in another atmosphere. And that's why people <laughs> get more you know, activity. It's just some weird shit that you can think of. Like, could that be another possibility? Could be. It's just possibilities weird. Are possibilities are endless. It is. I mean, we really don't know what's on the other end until we die. There's been stories of people talking about, you know, when they pass, they've seen the light or they've seen an afterlife. They found loved ones who greeted them there. And then they sent them back, told them eight your time and they woke up and we've heard some right. weird stories. Like what really goes on? You know, we're told that your brain play, your brain just lives on for X amount of time. So you see these good memories to comfort you as you pass or whatever. And I don't know what's there to believe. It's hard to believe anything right now. Yeah. I agree. It really is like the conspiracy theory line that you can go on that story. Well, if you, fo- if you follow Fauci, then you just got to believe in the science, right? Yeah. Oh, just, just believe the fucking science. <laughs> 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 you just said the worst thing possible. I have to now. Where the fuck is it? <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, that's a horrible name to say. <laughs> I have to like throw sage water, throw holy water on my computer after that. Fuck <laughs> Fauci. <laughs> so I, I kind of scroll through just to read the ghost hunting ones, and it really is truly more for people who are doing ghost hunting. Yeah. So what's another? There is one though called paranormal. Mm-hmm. So I guess we go to Jen because Quest already answered one. If a black eyed kid knocks on your door, do you let them in? They wouldn't make it to the front door. <laughs> <laughs> black eyed kid wouldn't make it to the front door. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wes, we'll see how much of a move you are, I guess. Oh, wait. John just posted, I'm in bed. Will you tell me a ghost story? Oh, dear God, John. (laughs) (laughs) Would you ride a haunted roller coaster? I don't do roller coasters. Why not? I, I I can't do the stuff. It, it fucks with my stomach. I I don't. I can't do simulators. I can't. You do can't do hot tubs. Can't do simulations. Fuck your VR. Nope. Yeah, yeah. My my feet stay on the ground. VR neither. I can do VR. VR is fine. It because kind of, I I can feel that I'm on the ground, so I know it's not real life. But I I, I can't do it. When are you coming to Maine again? Shit, I'd fuck if I know. Like when when so you're your feet on the ground. If I design something where your feet <sighs> off the ground, I'm not taking anything you're not VR, fucking designing. That you feel the ups, the downs, and the turns. Would you ride it? Um, no, no. Like I'm I did. The, you should have seen like the, I did the Simpsons. Um, simulator or whatever there at that uh, at Universal, and uh, yeah, that was that was a rough. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> yes, <that's, yeah. laughs> like I I can't like I I I can't do it. Like it, like as soon as it starts going down like that, I just had to shut my eyes and hold the fuck on because and and just like concentrate on my breathing. Can't do it. I, I I'm not good at heights. That's a that's an equilibrium thing. Right. You should go see a chiropractor and tell him to balance out the crystals in your ear. What? <laughs> I'm being serious. 
Okay, Miss Cleo, fluid. tell me more. You have no, you have fluid in your eardrums. Okay. And they can crystallize and lodge and cause an imbalance, which causes vertigo and all that other fucking crazy shit. Yeah. And you can see a chiropractor and they can do an adjustment and it'll go away. Dude, I just went through fucking first year med school. Come on now. But I will admit that because I listen to loud music and I got a lot of stuff, I've I once a year I gotta go get my ears like professionally fucking pushed out. Like, dude, it's nasty. Yep. It's nasty. Weird. <laughs> yep. You you've never had your ears like professionally cleaned? Not professionally, no. You, I've, I've- if you have medicine, better yet, you can buy the kit. If you go to a like a Walgreens or something, you can buy the ear cleaning kits. I highly suggest that you buy one and wash you your ears. It. It's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The hearing quality is like a thousand times better once you do it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Vomit at while you're doing it, but it's amazing. I've got a pretty strong stomach when it sees. I've, I've, I've seen someone on the side of the road with their head off their body. I'm okay with that. <laughs> just... Childhood roller coaster is enough for him. Yeah, facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. It's definitely so fucking weird. <laughs> fucking Ripley kids, man. Fucking Ripley kids. This one goes If one item has to go, which would you eliminate? The Ouija board, spirit box, or EVP? The Ouija board, because it's too, yeah, it's too fake. We well, it's not necessarily too fake. It's just. Uh, you can manipulate it. Don't too much. Know how, yeah, people who don't know how to use it and don't close it properly are just leaving all kinds of shit. Over. Yeah, it, it can be manipulated but too that easily. Comes, that's, but that comes with anything as far as spirit goes. If you don't, if you're feeding the negativity, of course it's going to continue to grow. Right. So you just can't, you can't continue to feed the shit. So right. I don't, I don't, you don't fuck with shit that you don't know. Right, right. You just don't. All right, so I, I had to kind of research this. I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe you guys will know what it is already. Um, but would you participate in the running of Krampus? Krampus? Krampus, yes. Yeah, it's a Christmas thing. No, that's a demonic thing. Is it demonic? Yeah. It's oh, a mockery. No clue what it is. I mean, are we opening presents or something? Like- <laughs> no, it's a mockery. Basically, it's a demon of Christmas. Really? It takes the souls of children. Yeah. Well, some posted, fuck a Ouija board. Have you seen scary movie fat bitches die? (laughs) 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 If you guys were given the opportunity, would you tour 51? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Hell yeah. I I would lead the tour. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, but over here. They've been getting busted more and more on Rona that they finally admitted that UFOs are legit. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. They they did that last year. Yeah, that's old news. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't even make headlines. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing does. Yeah, unless it's Rona. Nothing anyway. legit. If you could communicate with the, any dead serial killer, who would you channel? Serial killer? Serial killer. Hmm. Is Bundy still alive? No. <laughs> no, Bundy's gone. Bundy's so gone. it would definitely be Ted, Ted Bundy. He was a hell of a salesman. I'd like to get some tips from him. <laughs> oh, you sick fuck. 
The only thing one. you two don't have in common is the murdering part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. We're both slick. We're both handsome men. We both have nice hair. Like, yeah, yeah I get it, man. He had I better just... hair. He, he had did. He had, hair. he had wonderful hair. I just don't have the gloves, the mask, and the tape. <laughs> <laughs> or the teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like, the guy was fucking, the guy was fucking great, man. It's, it, uh, it sucks, man. Tough, tough yeah. loss. Stephanie says John Wayne Gacy. I didn't know enough about him. I, I didn't know enough about him. I wouldn't mind me, you know, I would love to talk to um uh, uh Charles Manson. Um the way how how he was able to talk a bunch of people into being within a cult. I want to know how he did that. I've been trying Even if you talk to him now, he didn't do that. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. He I denies guess. all of that. Yeah, he shouldn't though. Because that's a hell of a feat. All right. It's almost Don't like drink the Kool-Aid, kids. Yeah, it's it's almost like he didn't do any he didn't do anything different than Christianity. He didn't do a, a, a damn thing different. He had a bunch of people follow his beliefs. Um Wait, have you ever seen that on the news when they actually showed the bodies on the floor? No. Well, it sounds like a drowning pool song to me. Yeah, I remember seeing it on the news, like they had a camera and all the people lying on the floor and shit dead after they drank the fucking Kool-Aid. Yep. Yeah. Is that where that saying came from? I believe so. It was in a cult, yeah. 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 Literally yeah. fucking killed hundreds of people. Yeah. You could lead a cult with Oreos. Goddamn right. One hundred percent. Got that great. double stuff, that mega stuff. Well, we got somebody coming in from YouTube. I don't know the person, but you see everything. It all breaks down in front of your essence. The air itself is a complex design pulled into the void. You gain momentum, locked forward, only slowing to what I'm lost. Okay, so see, crack pandemic is still going on. I gotta play. Do I gotta play this again? Like, <laughs> oh, God. Every year, an outstanding amount of people lose I their played at my eulogy. Because of smoking crack. If you want to keep your teeth strong and shiny, there's only one simple thing to do don't smoke crack. Smoking crack is bad. So the next time you smoke <laughs> with a crack pipe in hand, remember, if you love your teeth, please don't smoke crack. Thank you, Hydro Hose, for your words of wisdom, but we're going to move forward. <laughs> Hydro Hose. Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. I love that name. Uh, Wes, have you ever had a near-death experience? Yes. Yep. Oh, she answered that one, too, on that yeah. one. So that must have been while you were living in New York. Uh, yeah, any any time I talked back to my mom was was a near death experience, or any time I walked in when she didn't expect me to was a near death experience. Um, the time I shot her with a paintball gun, near death experience. Uh, the time that I pissed on her back because I was pissed off at her, near death. That near one, death. Yep. yeah, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Uh, yep, my um, I, yep, yeah, I cheated death a couple times there. That woman, I'll have you met what, his mother? Uh, fuck. <laughs> Here's hoping he doesn't have to. Uh, oh, please, God! No. Here's a story. Here's a, here's a quick story. Um, she it was late at night. I was trying to go to bed, um, but she was out partying, and I had school in the morning. And I couldn't sleep. Uh, kind of sounds familiar. Um, just a lot of noise <laughs> with the, with the, with the uh, with the bonfire going on outside. I'm I'm pissed the fuck off, man. It's like 1 a.m. Bon Jovi's fucking blaring, and all I'm having to do is talk about living in without a prayer, and so. I took my paintball gun um, at this time. I'm 12 or 13 years old. I have a paintball gun fully loaded and she's out there and she, we had those lawn chairs that are plastic and then they had the slits in the back. 
and uh, I fucking loaded up and then just fucking unloaded. And I'm my dumbass, like she sees it and runs after me and I go to run away and I drop the gun. Bad idea. She picks it up behind me. I didn't know she knew how to use a fucking paintball gun. She learned really quickly. I run up our stairs to the balcony and I slip on the balcony. I get into the house, open up the screen door and then the normal door. She's hot on my fucking feet, bro. And uh, I'm like crawling because I keep slipping. I'm crawling. She's right there. And like she pins me in a corner and unloads. Just you want to embarrass me in front of my friends? Just unload these fucking paintballs. I'm just like it was like a fucking like a action scene, man. Um, That was near death. And there was a a very similar time. She's outside drinking uh, by a bonfire. You see a pattern here. Um, And I was pissed off and she was sitting in one of those chairs again. And I'm like nine or ten this time. All right. And I whip my schlong out and I piss on her. All right. Like, (laughs) again, I was a delinquent. That was a bad day. That at that time, she grabbed me. Yeah, it it wasn't even a belt. That was closed fists, and I thought I was going into that fire. Um, (laughs) She dragged, drug me by my head, like towards the fire, and I thought, "All right, well, this is it." But I think that she realized she was about to commit murder in front of several people, and that wasn't be the best idea. (laughs) And um, I was able to fight away, and she's like, "You fucking pissed on me!" And yeah, I, I got my ass beat up granite both times i'm speaking of i deserved um but yeah those were definitely near-death experiences um dealing with my mother was not easy um very near death um i think just growing up in that house was near death and i just never knew it (laughs) i just realized there's like a psycho in front of your camera there's a what yeah it's for my sim racing shit man it makes it where i can actually put up with britney and i can get away from reality and Race race cars and shit on here. That makes good for a good armrest. So I can go like that. You have been doing that for fucking twelve goddamn. Yeah, years. man, it's it's my getaway. I, I'll never this be. Kid, oh my god, I used to walk into his apartment to fucking bring him food because I hadn't heard from him in like six fucking hours. So I had to make sure he was still fucking alive. And I would walk in there, and he's going. He's got this fucking ghetto makeshift headphones duct tape. The duct tape headphones. They were like this, but duct tape. <laughs> Down because they were broken. Yes, yes. He's fucking screaming at the top of his lungs. He's got the gas pedal going. Yeah, yeah. Steering wheel. Yeah, on yeah. Going. But like he's commentating through this whole thing, and I'm like, is yeah. this real life right now? Is he? He really thinks he's fucking racing. Yeah. He really thinks he's fucking racing. I can't. Listen, I we all. Some of us have passions. You know, some 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 of us like to have children <laughs> for a living. Um, this yeah. is, this is my passion, you know, I don't have children for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Some I, of I, us can have children because we didn't suffer from chlamydia for 12 years. Okay? <laughs> if that was walking if, around with fucking a bottle of penicillin for fucking six years straight, you tax sucker. <laughs> like a vampire. <laughs> like, when you got the trippy girls that are offering blowjobs for Xanax. Oh, God, you know? don't even trippy <laughs> no, girls. Oh, no, 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 that was that was one route I never went down. Disgusting. Never went, never went down that route. I might never have to just down drive down there and shoot you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's one route I never went. I never went Ugh. down that route. Thank God. Ugh. Thank God. Mm-mm-mm. I went down the Allison Hole well, route. But, 
and not not the trippy route. So thirty eight years old, and I can say that I avoided all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so with, it, with everything going on, COVID and everything else like that, a lot of people not trying to pull out of their struggles. So the reason why I'm about ready to end this here is because when I got COVID, for some reason, it's been hurting me to sit down for long fucking hours. Like my fucking ass gets sore. So with that being said, we're going to be ending it soon so I can stand up and move around and get my blood going. Um, If you had to tell somebody right now who is living out of a car or going through the same stuff that you are and they wanted to go to secede, what would you tell them to do right now in your spot? Kill themselves. It don't work. You're fucked, bro. You're a fucking douche. (laughs) No. (laughs) Where's the motivation? I had you to motivate people. It's, yeah, For real. I, I I motivate people by pissing them off. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, as as real talk as it gets, um, your present doesn't have to be your future, good or bad. That pendulum can swing either way at any time. You can be at the highest of highs and end up on rock bottom at any given time in your life, and that's why I work as much as I can, as hard Except as I can. State of mind. Yeah, I, I never want to be in that position again. Anybody that is, if you're not living in a car, but you're 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 bouncing place to place, you can't hold a job. It seems like the world is falling down. For one, stop making excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, you're only holding yourself back. Well, this place didn't hire me. Oh, I, I filled out all these applications, but no one's calling me back. Um, it's it's all in your hands. Um, there's so many opportunities out there for, for somebody either to be an entrepreneur, to work on building a career, um, and whatever it might be. There's so many different opportunities that are out there for you. And, and honestly, as, as cliche and as fucking PBS as it sounds, don't give up. Um, don't, I mean, we've all lost friends to suicide that maybe have given up either. It's a lost love or it's lost financials or whatever it might be that drive you to that point. Um, it's, it's not, it's when you give up, you lose and nobody wants to lose. So, um, if, if you're in a position where you don't know where to go, you got to get out of your comfortable zone in order to live comfortably. Um, that's something I learned a long time ago. And one thing that's helped me out so much as well is staying positive, turning, your have tos into get tos. Um, and for example, on that, say instead of I, man, I have to get up and go to work today, you can say, I get to go, I get to get up and go to work and make okay. some money today. You know, it, it's turning those negatives into a positive as much as you can. Um, like my, like myself, there was times where like, man, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, I have to go to work. I don't feel like it. Like, I, I smell like last night's bonfire. Uh, I still got vomit on my shirt. Um, that I was. Emotional, damn it! <laughs> I was. I was in that position. <laughs> I, I was. I was in. A, I was in a bad position. This cock nose, um, Peter Puffer. Uh, I was. I was in a really bad position. Oh, you, at that point. Uh, uh, and it's. It's just not giving up, and it's just being resilient. Um, when you give up, you lose, and just don't be a loser. Everybody has a has a success story. You have to wake up and choose to be that success story. For sure. Not everybody gets the opportunity to sit here in front of people like you have, Wes, and talk about these things. It, they, but people need to understand that they don't need a talk show to be an inspiration. No, not, not, not negating what you're doing in any way, no. shape, or form. Right. You know, but the message, you know, I believe should also be, you know, the next person that you influence 
the last $5 that you have to your name could be feeding somebody that didn't have $5 the last six months. You know, I, so yeah. you have to be the inspiration that you plan on being, you know, for everybody else in your surrounding areas. So I've, you just got to stay in the positive regardless of the negative. In the last few years, I've had a lot of my peers uh, tell me about their, uh, their accomplishments and they tell me, you know, you've, you've motivated me and I'm, I'm able to do that silently, which I love. And I love hearing that. I love being able to have that opportunity to motivate somebody to, to improve their life. Um, mm-hmm. and just, just by improving mine and they're silently saying, all right, I see him doing it. Why can't I? And they silently, Absolutely. uh, improve their life. And I no think the part that, that inspires me the most with you is, is, is as arrogant and as cocky as you can get sometimes you stay humble because you never forget where you, where you I have from. to, I, I, you know, and that, to. that in itself is the inspiration. A lot of people tend to forget where they came from and yeah. have this cockiness and arrogance about them to where they're like, Oh, I, you know, I'm above you now, you know, just because no. I'm not there anymore. So I'm above you and you haven't done that. And that is one thing I can say I'm absolutely 100% proud of you for, because I, I know exactly where you came from. I don't pull that card unless it needs to be pulled. And I, 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 and it's really rare that I do. If I because, catch you pulling that card, I'm going to stick my foot in your ass. So uh, you I mean, know it's, better. I, I'm arrogant when, in, when I have to meet arrogant, I, I, I've gotten no, very good you at, can't, you can't, you can't face bullshit with bullshit. Well, I've done a really good job of, of smile turning on the other. your face and I have a nice day. Yeah. I've, I've done a really good job of, of turning the other cheek, uh, quite, quite a bit. Um, but when someone tries to disrespect you, you, you put them in their place. Um, yeah, and that's I've, not necessarily true. Because I can't help that it. doesn't, that doesn't speak for them. I, I, I just, you. I just, I just can't help. And it's not, it's you not all the time. You gotta, you I, gotta. I, I catch a shit every day. You think I didn't catch a shit being a white rapper in a fucking crackhead ass apartment? You like, think I don't catch know, shit being a white know. mom of four Puerto Rican like, fucking kids? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You know, you, you, it's. I've, I've High faced school dropout that just graduated from college at 38 years old. Come on now. I mean, we all have our yeah. stories, man, but you got, you got to learn when to fucking. Yeah. I mean, when I've, to be. And, and like I said, it's, it's a rare case that I do that, but I'll, I'll never, I'll never forget where I'm from. I'll never forget the people. I mean, how, how easy would it been for you and I in, in 2012 to, to go our separate ways and never speak again. Oh, absolutely. Along absolutely. with many, along with many others, but it's, yep. It's it all comes full circle. It always comes back around, and it, and it has. And I'm I'm very thankful to have the the loved ones that I have in my life that were there before it all and is still here. Now. Mm-hmm. It's I'm I'm very thankful for that. And for those that might come into my life at a later time, they're like man, <laughs> yeah. they come into you my do. life at a uh, <laughs> fuck that shit. I've, I've had people come in my life at a later time that have been, oh, you have it so damn well, or, oh, it, it must be nice. And just those backhanded remarks, like you don't know, yeah, you no, just I don't know. And, and, it, but and you it, don't that's owe, okay. You, but you don't owe anybody an explanation. It, to exactly. Anything. that, and, and that's, and that's okay. You know, I, I don't owe anybody because I live in a world now, Jen and, and Mark, where I don't give a fuck what people think. And it feels so good. I'm not Absolutely. going out there and blowing money on clothes that I shouldn't. I'm not trying to look a certain way for somebody. I've reached to the point where I don't care what other people think. And it's, it's such a, it's such a relief. The only, the only opinions that matter are those that I'm doing a service. For. Mm-hmm. Well, mine and, yeah. and those that I'm doing a service for that, that want, their opinion of course will matter um but mm-hmm. that person on the street that sees me in in walmart with 
I mean, I come in dressed like this, wearing some fu- these shorts I had at that time. I, I've had these shorts since <laughs> 2009. Yeah, I've had these shorts since 09, and they're they're stained the fuck up. Like, yeah, they're stained. This shirt is the shirt is faded out. People and I'm and I wear some you know some flip flops with some socks on walking through Walmart to get a couple things. Oh, you could take the boy out of Westfield. Yeah, exactly. Well, people see that and. You know, they're like, man, he, you know, look at this slob. And then they follow me through the parking lot and they see me get in a car that costs more than their home. And they're just like, what the fuck? Because uh, I don't give a shit what people think. You can view at me valet a certain boy. way. But You're yeah. a valet boy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm definitely the valet boy. So it is what it is. I, I, at the end of the day, I'm humble to be where I'm at. I'm grateful to be where I'm at. Uh, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I, I hate using the term lucky because I feel like you... You help create your own mm-hmm. own opportunities. You I don't create your own. Yeah, luck, luck didn't get me here. I've mm-hmm. I have a path That's that I'm pure one hundred percent drive. Yep. Um, luck is is you know hitting the lotto. That's luck because it's literally you're it's it's a it's a gamble. Quick draw. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. This this is something that I that I went out to do and I I if Mark if I can have a second I want to thank Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith is a, a Verizon store owner that took a chance on me that didn't have to, and he literally put clothes on my back. We walked over to Kohl's in the plaza that our Verizon was in. He bought me shoes. He bought me a belt and he brought bought me pants because I uh, I my shit was holy. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't in a good spot and he, he helped put he me where you weren't religious. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck <up. laughs> you know, it, I, I was, I was, I was ragged. You know, I, I, I have to thank him. I have to thank everybody that's been there since it all. I mean, even for those that are, that are here after the struggle that still support me, you don't, you don't have to be there, you know, beforehand, but you kind of appreciate it more. And that's the same thing with the friends that I have that I see that grow and I see the hard work and it makes you just a little bit more proud of them when you get to see where they were when their hands were dirty. Now you get 60 seconds to plug your business. Yeah, Rowdy's Dipping Services, the top number one premier liquid wrap service of North Florida. Um, we wrap everything, your wheels, tint your lights, delete your chrome, completely change the look of your vehicle um, within one day or even just a few hours. You can check us out at www.facebook.com slash Rowdy's Dipping as well as on Instagram, TikTok, or any other social media platform that you may find. Or you can also come at me and directly call me at 904-814-4344 as well as message me on Facebook. So if you want your car changed up, please do so. And as well, just remember, just because it's curable doesn't mean it's cool with that being said when this podcast ends we know you're going to go around to that door to enter my cousin so i need for you to pick up that bottle you've been drinking all night when the music putting it in her when the music when the music starts you start drinking and you continue drinking until the music stops oh this is basically my childhood too shit here we go three two one There you go. <laughs> That's so foul, dude. Don't puke. I had to. Don't puke. Brittany, you better shave tonight. <laughs> oh, that's watery. That, that, that should uh, help uh, ease your night a little bit better.
Jesus yeah. Christ of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> I appreciate both of you guys coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate uh, it. Wes, I love you, kids. I love you, too. On the social media platforms. Uh, oh. There'll be an audio version on Spotify, um, for, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google Play Store, and all that stuff. Oh, you got to give it a taste now? Do I need another one more audio file for you? No, the fuck yep. Are you sure? Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. Oh, heartburn. That is heartburn for like a motherfucker. <laughs> Woo! One more audio now. I'm definitely my mother's son. Pick up your bottle. Oh, Jesus Christ. Pick up the bottle. Pick up the ball. I, I, there's no way in hell. Pick it up. My stomach's full now. Shit. Finish her. (laughs) Red round. One more time for for shits and giggles before I hit my outro. Ready? Guzzle that bitch. Oh, you didn't. Ready? Now. You got to guzzle. Damn it. There's a goddamn delay, Mark. There's a fucking delay. (laughs) I go when I hear the goddamn music, all right? Three, two, one, go. Go guzzle that bitch. Don't you choke on it. Don't be that bad little bitch that chokes. Come on. Just keep guzzling. <laughs> guzzle it down. Drink that bottle. There you go. Feel that warm drip down the back of your throat. <laughs> oh, this this podcast has been brought to you, you by garlic pills. <laughs> All right. With all that being said, thank you guys for being here. Yeah, at least, at least Cassidy's looking out for me. She doesn't want me to get sick. Ugh. Coming up on our next podcast, we do have an individual um, who's going to be on who went from a major oh. drug addiction. How did my mom do this? From sex trafficking and so forth to now actually running a halfway house. Halfway house in, uh, You're having actually- me on for a second episode? This shit's episode. podcast. Um, and then we've got a few other shows lined up. I am trying to get a hold of a few more uh, veterans to talk about PTSD and the number 22. For those who don't know, the number 22 is 22 veterans give their life every, well, take their life every day, which is a very big crisis here in the United States, but you won't hear about it because all you hear about uh, is COVID going around. And we're always hearing about fucking Biden when we just need to stop hearing about that fucking joke and move forward with our country. Now. Before I get canceled off YouTube and Twitter and all that fun Facebook for talking more about the fucking shit bag. I'm going to end this podcast now. Here we go. You've been listening to no filter radio. We live in an awesome country that provides freedom of speech. And this show obviously takes full advantage of that. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from the show. And we hope you had fun along the way, too. We know we did. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, get everything you need at nofilterradio.net. That's nofilterradio.net. Till next time, give them hell.